Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned here with you. This is what I am. What I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. This is who I am. Who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. This is what I am. What I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am. My G's still pumping, sold on the coaster, you know that my doja kosher game over, soldier, I'm coolin', be on the sofa, niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor, don't mean it, insult you, but fuck the vultures, I feel them the dopeness and proper dosage, I crank up the focus to get it amplified, feel it's in the skillet, but still it's some bigger fish to fry, designed to recline and sip the chateau, plotting on the bronze behind with a banging natural, is he a rebel, a rascal, is that a Roscoe? Well do it right! That is, of course, unless you're not particularly listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast. It is Wednesday, August 22nd, 2018. Uh, I am your host, Travis Bryant. And uh, join Hawkins. Uh, but pertinent information. Uh, if you want to call in, if you want to... First off, if you want there are two ways you can do that. You can call in directly, get in line, get in queue, and uh, talk directly to Cam and myself. Uh, two and a half hours or so. Three, four. That's three. Here answering... All your calls can't call us live. For uh, shoot us a voice seven eight seven five two two nine. Once again, that's four one five seven eight seven five two two nine. Drop us a line. You've got three minutes to uh, yeah. You got questions, comments, rants. You want to just scream on the thing for well. We're not going to air three minutes of somebody just screaming, but you know what I mean. You got some things to get over. Uh, so those are the ways to have your voice heard. If you want to uh, email, can, uh, set up a, I'm going to set up a P.O. box so, you can, <laughs> so nobody can really, really old-fashioned Letter mail us. You got a question? Hit us. Hit our P.O. box. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, but you can email. East Coast Audio Show at. Well, nine VIP emails. Matter of fact, we got one that I skipped last week. Not on purpose, of course. Uh, but we'll get to JC's question. Hopefully, actually, I think it was kind of like. Maybe it wasn't too SummerSlam related, but we'll get to it. This you can find my am at Seahawk. That's C E. So I'll just let you know. I can't hear you if you're saying it.
Like other than unmuted, I've heard nothing on mine. Okay. Um sorry about that everybody. Um I man, so just quick explanation. My call ended, like my host call, and so I just put Cam on, like, okay, I'm still got the switchboard. So I just threw Cam on and then he dropped off. <laughs> I don't know if he hit a dead spot or or what. But I've got my whole my new mic and everything set up. And and uh, I like I hope you guys can hear this call. I can only assume you can. Matter of fact, let me let me let me get a let me get a, <laughs> a quick uh, check one two. Hey Darrell, you can you can hear me, right? Yeah, I can hear you, Darrell. And I and yeah, so I was good up until I cut out. I assume, right? Like the sound and all that. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you good. yeah, I didn't. Okay. All right, all right. I'll come back to you when we when we do. So. I tried to call back, but it's like there's this happened to me back in 2014. Long time listeners might remember that debacle. Turned out all right because I just called the landline on the landline and just you know clicked myself in as a as a guest. <clears throat> um, but my host thing, I don't have a button where I can hang it up. Like it's just there, and I I can't end the episode, so. After all of that, my damn arm came in today, my, my microphone arm, so that the sound is better, it's closer to my, my face without having to hold it and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Fourteen minutes in, the, 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 the Skype call, just the connection that I have it hooked up, and the direct call isn't isn't an option. It's it's weird. I don't know. And again, it just doesn't give me a hang up option, and it sucks. So let's uh, just move on from here. Um, 
yeah, we'll uh, we'll wait for Cam. Hopefully, uh, everything's good on his end. Maybe if I check the group name, maybe said something in there. Sorry, everybody. Just want to make sure every. Okay, Craig says I kept dropping out every other word before I dropped complete. Well, that's different from what Darrell said. He said I was fine. So, god damn it, it's always something. So, all right. Well, again, we we'll just push through it, like 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 we do. Um. Anybody else want to let me know what you heard in that first 14 minutes if you were listening live, uh, just so I can uh, troubleshoot the thing. So, all right, let's uh, let's move on. So I got all the pertinence out of the way. Uh, I don't know where Cam left off if he started his headlines or or whatever, and he hasn't uh, chimed back in. Um, so let's hope he does. But in the meantime, um, you know, SummerSlam. SummerSlam weekend, TakeOver, uh, Raw and SmackDown, Becky Lynch. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot to, there's a lot to talk about. I, I don't know, I, I, I guess Roman Reigns winning the, winning the Universal Championship and the Shield reuniting in that really cool way is, I don't want to say by default because it's, you know, the, the top, Title on the top show, but um, but almost, but I think not just by default. It's it's the biggest story, and I think your 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 one A. Not even it's not up there, but your your second story for sure is uh, is Charlotte and Becky, and what they did on Sunday, having Charlotte win the title and have Becky turn on her, and then. Uh, Becky's impassioned promo Tuesday night, last night, and uh, the pull-apart brawl, which I'm watching now, and 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 Becky's Herculean Herculean effort to to get the crowd to boo her when when who wants no one wants to do that no one wants to boo Becky Lynch I certainly don't. She's the best. She was the best babyface in the company for the last two years, for sure, to me at least. I, it's yeah, but so yeah, so that happened, and and it was, you know, I don't want to say. I mean, it was good in how it was executed, but because the idea, I think, is just so stupid, and your your your. You know, the headwind, you're just sailing into a headwind. Like, why would you make it, why would you do the difficult thing? Why would you just go against what the fans want? Like, if one of them has to be healed, it's it's Charlotte. She's the natural. I just don't get it. And and it's one of those things where it's like, well, maybe something will come out. Um, I don't know what that could be. Um, Why they... uh, this we're, we're we're insistent that Becky Lynch 
turns heel and, and, and Charlotte's the uh, the baby face in the scenario when they have to have an idea that the, the crowd isn't going to take kindly to that and they're and they're going to reject it for you know a long time if not forever you know I said a few months ago uh, they're turning Charlotte into the female Roman Reigns and I uh, they're only they're only uh, I think proving my point you know, if you want to call the, the WWE four horse women, you know, the, the, the women's version of the Shield, like, well, they had the wrong guy turn. And the Shield itself, getting back together. I thought that was really cool, really well done. Um, it was about time Roman Reigns won that Universal title. And because there was no hints of a Shield reunion, it made it all the all the more special. Um, I think they could learn from that. Like, not everything has to be expressly foreshadowed. So, so that was cool. Tactical vests and all. And, and I guess the question coming out of that is, did Roman know they were going to come out and help them. Like, we'll we'll have to, uh, you know, wait till next Monday to find out. But um, was that a was that a spur of the moment thing for Dean? Did Dean was Dean backstage, <laughs> and they're watching, you know, on the monitor, and then Roman's getting getting his ass kicked and about to get cashed in on, and Dean's like, Hey, look, I got these, I got the tactical vests. I just happen to have them in my. <laughs> in my uh, in my thing, in my backpack. Uh, okay, so real quick, um, uh, Aaron Banks, who I talked about earlier, uh, who liked the page, he says uh, he had posted on the uh, on the fan page. I love the podcast. Favorite of all the Torch podcasts. I'm like awesome, you know. That's that, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the, the best thing to hear. It makes doing this, uh, you know, worth it. Uh, but I'm like, you know, how'd you uh, how'd you find out about us and all that kind of stuff? And he says he's uh, heard Wade talking about the show, uh, and where his favorite triple threat podcast is Cam, Travis, and when Rich is on. I have been listening for a couple months. He emails sometimes. Oh, okay. So maybe I just uh, didn't recognize your name. Uh, usually working when the podcast is going on. I work at a 32-degree meat cooler most of the day. <laughs> okay. Well, sweet, Aaron. I appreciate uh, your 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 listenership and your uh, your interaction. So keep it up. And that goes for everybody. But... Uh, but yeah, Shield. What's the uh, what's the third story? So we got Shield. We got Becky and Charlotte. Um, I guess Brian lost to lost to Miz. Brass nutshot. Uh, I'm thinking maybe I thought I thought for a second during the promo on Monday or last night on SmackDown that uh, Miz was going to steal Regal's power of the punch gimmick, but he didn't. 
And and as I watch them on my screen right now, I want to reiterate that Lana has <laughs> killed Rusev's gimmick since she's joined him or rejoined him. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because they're both baby faces and it's just, I don't know, weak as fuck. But yeah, Rusev Day and Lana Days. Now, and now there's no aid in English. I mean, it's really like, what the, what's the fucking point? So we've got three, four, but three married couples, wrestling couples on SmackDown. And Almas and Vega um, aren't, I, I don't think they're together as a gimmick, like boyfriend and girlfriend, that kind of thing. But uh, anyway, um, all right. Let's uh, let's move on. Let's talk to some folks. I guess Cam's not. <laughs> I don't know. Well. Keep waiting. Let's uh, open things up. Talk to two four zero. Two four zero. Is that Ryan? Who's two four zero? Who's this? Where are you from? What up? I should know. I know. Marcus from DC. Damn, Marcus. What's happening? What's going on, Marcus? How <laughs> much? Um, before I go into wrestling stuff, I'm not sure you follow, follow Baller Alert on Instagram or anything, but I saw this um, funny post like <clears throat> so this girl named Naomi on Twitter, she posted everyone, shut the fuck up. I got to step before and that's an internship. And then this guy <laughs> yeah, I saw like, that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, these kids don't learn any more stuff on social media. They just can't be reckless like they are. Well, but. well yeah, like as you were about to say, the guy, somebody, um, uh, uh, an old head white dude replies, language. Language. Right? Yeah. Like, that was it. Just, and right. she could have just, and it was a woman, it was a girl, you said? Yeah. Yeah, Naomi. Okay, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like feel that deep. Um, so the 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 young lady goes, like, suck shut my, the fuck up, all the way ball. to the ball. No, suck my dick and balls. Like I'm that. working at, yeah, suck my dick and balls. I'm working at NASA. <laughs> he goes <laughs> and I, and he goes and I'm on the National Space Council that oversees NASA. <laughs> and I didn't see like it was just the screenshot or whatever I saw was just the, yeah. The three, the three things: her saying it, yeah. his saying it, and then her saying it, and it also whatever the four, four lines. So I didn't see yeah. everybody probably roasting the shit out of her, and uh, or or if she like scrambled and was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm you know. So do you? Yeah, know, it didn't like, show that part. But the oh, okay, you didn't see more out there. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't I see anything else, but supposedly she lost her internship. So, but he said that. Oh, he had that's to do fucked her up. But he said he had nothing to do with her losing it, but I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, come a, on. Like, like clearly that's youth. Like, you can look at that and go, youthful exuberance. It wasn't <laughs> right. like, if it's like one of those things where it's like people lose their jobs or scholarships or whatever, like when they're like mm. at a fucking white nationalist march or something. Like, like right. there's no comparison. There's no comparison. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't want to hear anybody like, uh, 
<laughs> a fucking 18, 19-year-old going, fuck y'all, I got into NASA, is different from, you know, whatever. You can imagine right. the horrible thing you can say about whatever particular group or, you know, broad brushstroke people or whatever. Um, so I think as an like, administrator, as an organization, you like, okay, we, are, we got our eye on this person. But I don't think you strip them away for, again, what's clearly youthful exuberance. Right. Yeah, but she lost it. I mean, still, but yeah, I wonder how you go to your parents and be like. She deserves the roasting, but damn, to like right. lose that opportunity because she was excited and really happy <laughs> to, to, to have gotten accepted, I think is, is kind of corny. Yeah, somebody was like, she went too far when she said, when she said balls. She should have just kept it at dick, and she would have been fine. <laughs> oh. But, but I wonder how you go to your parents like that. So how's the internship? Yeah, I sort of lost it. So. <laughs> but anyway. Um, Yo, you, I don't know if you can come. Uh, can you come back to the block, like, you know, and <laughs> tell everybody, like, yeah, nah, I ain't going in space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get to do dope-ass science shit. Then you all have the people saying, I knew you was lying anyway, so. Right? <laughs> oh, 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 this is an elaborate, a whole elaborate uh, story. <laughs> oh, you got kicked off, huh? Right. That was your like, fake account with, with, that, with that old white man talking about he run the NASA thing. <laughs> that was your burner joint. <laughs> I get it. Get in line with Nicki Minaj with her excuses. <laughs> <laughs> with her fake outrage, yeah. <laughs> right. But, you read their um, album ain't number one, uh, Marcus. What the fuck? Why don't you go buy like six uh, six copies? She, I've been telling people she's not mad that her album came in number two. She's mad that Cardi B album sold more copies than her album did. Oh, and she can't like, attack Cardi B directly. You're saying, right? Because I think Cardi sold like over two hundred fifty thousand copies in her first weekend. Nicki sold like one hundred ninety or something like that. So, right. yeah, I think that's what she's more mad about. Cardi B hotter. What the fuck? This is new, fresh air. But she's not going to admit, you know, she's not going to admit that, so. But, um, anyway, with wrestling Eddie. stuff, like, so, um, I'm sorry with SummerSlam. My issue with SummerSlam is your, what, second biggest show of the year, and your match, you have two matches in and DQ, three matches, yeah. pretty much squash matches. I'm not sure why the demon needs to, to be, why he needs to be the demon to be, uh, Corbin, why Sam had to be the demon to be Corbin's, like, the ma- I mean, the, she wasn't even that hot, and it's not like he hasn't beat Corbin before, right. so that was that was like a waste of a mm, yeah. moment. I mean, that's me. a legit that's a legit argument, but I looked at it as oh shit, number one pop for the surprise. Like soon as you hear the different, the full the intro, music. and then the smoke yeah. starts coming, like you know what's on. So so, and you didn't have to, and he wore him the fuck out. There was it wasn't no back and forth. They just he just beat Corbin, just beat his ass. Right. I mean, yeah, that's why I was I was like excited at first, and now I was like, wait a minute, why why is he the demon to beat Corbin? And then and I mean, if he's a demon. You you put sort of like Almack and know he's gonna win, so it's not like you know. But that was pretty much a squash match. And then like Daniel Bryan and Miz ended in. I mean, I'm not surprised how it ended, but still, it's just I feel like they. I feel like SummerSlam was booked like an attitude error, like paper type of pay per view with how mm, I wouldn't like. go that far. I think because number one, there were what like twelve matches on the show. Granted, uh, yeah. the tag match and the and the and the AJ Samoa Joe match 
mm-hmm. went to a DQ. But I think, and I'm not excusing it, but it's obviously they're both going to be in Hell in a Cell matches at right. the next one, right? Um, yeah. So, so that's I, I'm not I'm not mad at. And then Corbin getting you know essentially squashed by the demon. Fine with that. Hadn't seen the demon in a long time. Mm-hmm. Feud wasn't really hot enough for it, but situation SummerSlam. You know the surprise aspect again. It just in the moment and thinking back on it, it's like, yeah, I'm not mad. I was, I liked it in the moment, so I'm not going to overthink it. And you know, it was, it was fine. Right. Um, and um, I, pretty yeah. much after the the Ronda match, I I started watching this house like I'm not going to watch the Brock and Roman's match. But then like I like I read what happened. I was like, wait, so Brian cashed in wait, during the match. I just like I I start I watch Insecure. I was like I'm gonna watch something else. I'm done wrestling for tonight. <laughs> oh, okay. But yeah, um, but I was like, wait, so Brian Cash in during the match and lost? I was like this is the dumbest fool in the world. But then I realized again, it all works. It worked for me. Like the way they, right. I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant. You okay? Maybe that's too bad. It was very well executed, uh, mm-hmm. considering. You want to keep all all those parties involved strong right. and put everybody over. Like, that accomplished every goal they set out. That was a really good, unique finish. Right. Yeah, I had to go back and watch that match. I, I, I didn't see it in real time. Oh, yeah, and if you're just reading the description, like, yeah. yeah I, I mean, you might go, like, what? That doesn't make sense. Like, nope, made sense to me. Again, in real time, I enjoyed it, so I'm not going to, like, like, oh, well, Marcus thinks different. Like, no, I'm not going to overthink it. It was like, no, that right. worked. Again, they had goals to accomplish. You have to <clears throat> know that going in. Like, they're, they're, uh, you know. Right. Again, you have to and know I that. feel like they just threw water, well, cold water on the Miz and Brian's fuel by adding Bree and Maurice in there. I mean, I know it's because mm. it's pretty much like a reality show versus reality show. I don't. Show. I think that's just them, that's them stretching the thing. Right, I mean that's why. Like I feel they're like not going to have a hell of a cell match. Yeah, so, probably Mar- and, Marisa going to take the ten so they can continue it. Yeah, yeah, right, right. One of the women, whatever. Yeah, Marisa pins Marisa, or Marisa pins build it, put more heat on uh, the heels. Have right. Marisa pin Bree. Right. Yeah, I mean, just some slam is just very. I mean, Maurice most likely. Uh, Maurice is on the show. She's. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what Bree's schedule is, but I would assume mm-hmm. if recent history is an indicator, Maurice is going to be around more. Right. You know, the Bellas popped I, up for SummerSlam. Now they're wrestling. You know, about to be in. You know, Bree's about to be in a match, and and Nikki's right. going to be at very faces. Trish or Rhonda? What, what the fuck? Right. No, yeah, Rhonda and, and Alexa faces Trish. Like, yeah, yeah. And after that, Brian and Miz matching. Uh, Brian and Bree was in the back talking. He was like, "I should have known Miz was going to do something like that." I wish somebody walked up to him like, "Yes, you should have known." And like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? You've known him all these years, and like, you just, I don't know. But I guess I mean I can understand like at the end of the match, you getting caught in the moment. You just sort of. Not thinking about those kind of things, but you see me as like going over to Maurice and you just try to do a suicide dive out the ring towards him. So, 
So it just seems like they annoy me. And um, yeah. on Monday Night Raw, was I the only one that felt this felt Triple H came off very desperate? It was like no one cares seems to care about this match. Like he's trying to hype up his match with Undertaker, but well, that's absolutely really, well, no. Well, see, the thing is, you have to you have to do the one big promo that the American crowd. They, who cares? It's, it's number one. It's out of nowhere. Number two. It's it's in Australia on a super duper show that I think people already go. If this show isn't going to matter, they're doing Undertaker right. versus Triple H. They're going to have this walking, plotting, you know, match that you know who cares? And right. one of them will win. Who who cares? Who wins or who, who right. loses? You know, if you're in that crowd, right. if you're in the crowd, maybe howling, yeah, cheer and boo, but. For the most part, nobody. So, but you have to do the one big promo in America that they yeah. can now sell in Australia. Yeah, that's I mean, all they yeah, need I mean, to yeah, do. They I understand just, that. I that, but it's just like he's just trying to like get into the thing. Like he's trying to get into the moment to do his promo, but it's like people are cheering, but they're not like, "Oh my God, this is happening!" Like Triple H, we're we're tired of you and Undertaker. This is your what? I don't know. Hundredth match together and stuff like that. So I think they gave him the like respect that that, the, that that announcement deserved. They were they went out of their way. I thought to be, you know, again because it didn't seem like they were popping to me. And it's definitely going to be like a part of every feud that Ronda has it. Like at some like we're not. I mean, with with the championship celebration or whatever. Like why is Stephanie here? Like it seems like every feud Ronda has, she's gonna like pop up yeah. for some reason. And get her arm broken. That's stuff. Uh, I was just saying about Bree, not Bree, uh, Becky. I don't get why they are trying to force her to be a heel. Like, like you said, no one's gonna boo Becky. Nobody wants to boo Becky. I mean, it's just, I don't, I don't know. Just these past few days, they, uh, I just been questioning. A lot, but what they do because usually, like when I watch them, I'm just like okay, whatever. But now I'm like, what the hell are y'all doing? So. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, like I said, I don't. I don't get it. Um, it doesn't. Again, maybe in a month, maybe two months, maybe by WrestleMania, we'll know why they did this. Like, if it was a personal reason, if Charlotte. Uh, you know, Becky was like. Imagine if everybody's like. What if this is all Becky Lynch's idea? I can't imagine mm-hmm. it is. But what if it is? And it's just like they're just doing this to keep the talent happy. Like, oh, this is the thing you do to keep. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like the times you do listen to talent. This was this was kind of thing yeah, I listen to. Okay, that, that, that hurts everybody. <laughs> that everybody, that the majority of the audience instinctively goes, huh? Ah, what, what? What are they doing? Why? Why? Hey, I don't like this. Right. So, for those reasons, I don't think it was Becky's idea. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think she's an idiot. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Um, well, I guess it was one. Well, I have one more random question, but you can drop me off like this. Uh, just considering the char- the characters, the wrestlers' characters that you know, for example, the three members of the Shield, Samoa Joe, Sasha, and I just leave it Sasha. What kind of car do you think they would drive as, like, their main car? Like, just by, based on their personalities. I see, like, Roman. I know it's random, but I see Roman as, like, a challenger or um, charger type of person. 
Um, oh, Sasha probably. Um, Sasha would be like hmm. on Benz or something. You know, like as their personal car, like just based off that character. Yeah. So the shield, Sasha, Samuel, you know, Sasha. the legit boss is definitely in a small like, model luxury sure. car, like a like a like a three class, like a three series BMW mm. or right. or a Z something BMW, you know, something with two doors. Right. Uh, yeah, Roman Reigns, I could definitely see him getting out of a. Uh, is he a challenger or a charger type guy? I think <laughs> right. he's a two door guy. I, give him, I think he's a challenger right. guy. I could see Joe in a charger. Joe, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, I need to spay, you know, I got to put that car seat in the back sometimes, you know. <laughs> right. So he's more, I see him more, even though Joe, you know, even though Roman's got, yeah, a kid too, but still. Um, perception. Um, Dean itself. I wasn't gonna say Charlotte, yeah. but I can't think of Charlotte. So I don't know. Charlotte's like, I like a Charlotte. like a Land Rover, like a utility ve- uh, a luxury utility vehicle, like the like a like a four point six. You know, like Jay Z said, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Four point zero and a four point six. <laughs> right. Forty to sixty grand, cocksucker beat it. So yeah, she's definitely <laughs> in a four point six range. That kind of thing, something square. Maybe even a bit Ben's fucking <laughs> square bullshit. The G G-wag, wagon. Yeah. G wagon. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, definitely Ben with the. Other she's tall, two. so she got had that roof, the tall roof. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, definitely Ben with the other two. What oh, yeah. else? So. All right, cool, Marcus. Appreciate you, yep. man. All right. Talk to you. Uh, it's Marcus from DC. Um, let's. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, I don't know what's going on with. With. Uh, with our uh, with our dear co-host. But um, we'll get through it. Let me uh, bust off one of these non-VIP emails. So, JC, last week asked, uh, in regards to Dean Ambrose's return to Raw and his new look, uh, and the new new look he has, do you think he's going to turn heel? I personally think he's going to be a a tweener, like Stone Cold was. Mm, When was Stone Cold a tweener? Uh... But just wanted your thoughts. And if he goes heel, should he do it at SummerSlam and cause set the title? Or after on the night, Raw? Okay, obviously those two things didn't happen. Um, yeah, he'll be. I think he'll just, he'll be Dean Ambrose, babyface Dean Ambrose, like he's always like he's been the you know the past you know two or three years, you know three or four years, whatever. Um, Stone Cold was never a tweener. Um, you know, like look at all those people jump out of their seats and cheer when his when that glass breaks. There's nothing in between about that. And but I but I get what you're saying. He did you know heelish things, but in 1998, you know, flipping off your boss was was good guy shit. Um, so yeah, but I think he'll just uh, he'll just be team aggressive. New new style Dean, and I like how they're uh, 
bringing something to bringing attention to you know that he's wrestling a little different he's added some different moves and that kind of thing uh, number two from JC from last week. In regards to Jeff Hardy, do you think it's time for him to hang up the boots? Uh, he looks really rough in the ring nowadays, and it feels like he lost a step. Uh, just watching that match with uh, Shelton, it looked like he was having major back problems. Uh, thanks for the great show, and it's a great listen when I'm driving to work at 5 in the morning. Uh, thanks for the time, and stay blessed. Uh, thanks, JC. I appreciate it. And if you want to get your ass kicked in Madden again uh, for the third time, um, yeah, we can do it. And he just emailed this week. Hey, guys, quick question. Who do you want to see Reigns lose the title to? Because I can't stand his ass. I still can't stand his ass. Uh, but on the other hand, Dean Ambrose's new move set, new move set is pretty nice. And one more note, do you think the Shield's going to be a heel faction? Yeah. That's where, like, the tweener stuff comes in, because they have Roman, and if they're just defending, if they're like Roman's insurance policy, how's the crowd going to take to that? Um, You know, again, it all comes down to what, what they have to say, you know, next Monday. Uh, but I don't think they'll be outright heels, at least at first. Like, no way. Like, maybe they build to that, and by WrestleMania, they're like, uh, you know, big, newly hot heel faction again. But um, I don't think anytime soon. I don't think that's something we're going to see. So, yeah, so thanks, JC. Appreciate you. Let's let's go back to phone lines, 347-202-0103. Get in line. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Brooklyn and talk to Mike. Mike, what's happening? What up? Chad, what's up, brother? Not too much, Mike. What's uh, what's on your mind? Ain't nothing. Trying to get the voice back, and you know, and so I had a cool. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. How was your weekend? Yeah, it was hectic, man. It was hectic. It was real hectic there, man. It was real hectic. Security measures was up a thousand percent. I mean, they was checking. They was hugging nuts, all type of shit, man. Damn. Checking for them beach balls. They was going hard, and they had fucking. Because I was in about row seven mm-hmm. um, Saturday night at the NXT. I was in the uh, first tier for SummerSlam. And Raw, I didn't go to the Raw. Last night I was in first tier as well on the opposite side of the, you know, on the hard camera for uh, SmackDown. So you went to three of the four nights or two of four? Three. Three, Three okay, or four this year, yeah. Three or four. I went straight after work to SmackDown yesterday, so right. I'm a little bit shy. I mean, I, I, I think this was one of the better Muslims in a very good week, and the energy was up. Like, it wasn't lacking. I figured, you know, after I missed the Raw, that by, you know, SmackDown, you know, 
everybody would be done, shot down. But it was the the energy was pretty. You oh know. shit! Hold up, real quick. Uh, Nicki Minaj canceled her tour with Future. And my friend, she said she about to shave her head like Britney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with her? She she having a meltdown. I watched that shit after I got in from SmackDown last night. That that had to have been one of the worst fucking award shows I've seen in my life. I heard that she was trash. I ain't watched a, uh, an award show in Basura. twenty years. So I don't. Yeah. Basura, straight garbage. Straight garbage. It's a goddamn shame when you got a 50-year-old woman that's still fine as hell, just kill you know what I mean? Oh, you talking about Lisa Ray? Show. No, not even Lisa Ray. She still looks dope, but I'm talking about J-Lo. Oh, J-Lo, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, um, yeah, no, I know. J Lo fine and everything, but if I had, if I, if I had to pick, just like not success, you know, she's definitely a bigger star and all that. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think I'd have to go with Lisa Ray. Yeah, even I at mean, even at fifty. But still, but no, that's just. Personal. I'm a Lisa. You know, I'm a Lisa Ray fan to the core because my girl looks like Lisa Ray. That works. So, yeah, so I'm a Lisa Ray fan to the core. Yeah, that was a trashy ass award show. But um, if I, I yo, I wasn't too far from where um that boy Matt Riddle was sitting. He a big dude, like in person. Hello. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, Matt Riddle a big cat in person. He had a whole fucking suit on with flip flops in the in the um. In the fitted though. <laughs> I saw the fitted. I didn't know he had. Uh, yeah, he on. he really had flip flops on. Was they but, was a uh, designer? Was a brand name flip flops? I, nah, I ain't really get a, a good you know good look at that because I you know I, I'm really trying to scope them out too. Like Matt Riddle, if Matt Riddle wearing eight hundred dollar fucking uh, house shoes, I'm gonna be mad as shit. Right. <laughs> yeah, and I got the um, you know, not only to that like. You know, over the course of the couple of days, because they must have been staying somewhere close. I got to, you know, see Gallows and Anderson. They okay. were walking to, they were walking to uh, Shake Shack. When they came out, I mean, these fucking fans must have came out to sue us, following them guys around. Like, it was just crazy that. And the one thing I must say, so you know, as a Brooklyn night and all that, like, come on, New York City, like we got to start doing better, man. Like it was so many fucking like about to be fights and fights. Like I didn't, I didn't. This probably was the year that I seen the most fans get jazzy jeffed out the fucking building. That do what outside the building? That got jazzy jeffed out the building. You know, like how um oh, okay. jazz jazz <laughs> yeah, used yeah, to get yeah. fucking kicked ah. out. Like yeah. <laughs> Damn. I'm like, what I the saw fuck? one I'm like, dude that wouldn't sit down. Him and his girl yeah. got kicked out. Yeah, and the other cat, other cat right behind him, snuffed his ass from behind. Damn. Oh yeah, yeah, he got shoved. Yeah. Yep. But they Tapped let him, him stay. They're like, yep, no, he he deserved to get shoved. The, you fucking ass. Yeah, because the fans were saying let him like he was the, like, oh my god, like 
the obscenity, like Roman even like he even threw Roman off focus like at one point. Roman was looking at him like I should come out there and fuck you up. Fuck you, suck my dick, Roman. Like, this dude was going off. Like, but at the end of the day, this is what you paid your money for. This is what you paid your money for. Like, he was going off. Only thing I didn't appreciate, you know, it wasn't, you know, too many, but it was, you know, still children in that, you know what I'm saying, in that area. Like, like I ain't on front. Guys was kind of raw because I had to tell one fucking dude, calm down on Sunday. Like, calm the fuck down. Bring it down a couple decimals. You see me walking with a seven-year-old, you damn near mold my son's dad. Calm down. Calm down. Yeah, that'll get you beat the fuck up real quick. That, and that was going to get him beat the fuck up. Like, that was going to get him stretched right on out. That was gonna get him stretched right on out for the evening. That that would have been the main event. Me knocking his ass out. Like that, you letting that liquor and shit hype you up. Don't let that shit, you know what I mean, get to you and get you. You know what I mean? I told him drunk motherfuckers get knocked out all the time. And let so Craig, breathing. Uh, Craig was hoping you went to Raw because apparently there was a fight during the Roman Finn match. Yeah, there was. That was the um the fight I had heard about. I think that was the fight with the uh, dude. He was he was telling you know like I ain't on front. They was on his case. They was on his case. But I also deciphered something else too, Trav. It's a lot of fucking closet grown man Roman fans. Boy, boy, a lot of closet grown man Roman fans. Yeah, I'm talking about the vest, the vest, the glove, everything. It's a lot of grown man Roman fans out there. <laughs> Damn, they catching that. Uh, yeah, I'm like, looking around like, it's like, it's like when Dre went and started cheering for Cena. Like, like what, what's wrong with you? Like, you know you're like 30 something, right? What the fuck? Yeah, like a lot of these dudes hate Roman on the on the torch and on the East Coast cast, and you know what I mean, and the Observer and all this other shit. But y'all love, y'all was fucking cheering like. It was a house divided, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. And I didn't even know until I looked at the, you know, the big screen that they had actually cut the, um, you know, that they had cut to the close. Soon as he got like on the on the um second rope and put the title in the in the air, they had cut it. They had cut the show off. It was people like mad, but it was kind of like mixed. It was split. I think. Some people were just more happy that, um, you know, they finally got the shit off of Brock. Yeah, it's bittersweet for some folks, but I take yeah. again, I'll take Roman as champ over Brock. Yeah, the Brock we've gotten over the last year or whatever, any day, like that's fine with me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the value is like I, I don't see it in his smooth set is fucking boring. And I looked at the whole total difference of him. Like, he shredded. Don't get me twisted. He shredded. But he looks to be about... Yeah, but he looks to be about 60 pounds lighter. Oh, yeah. I I don't even mean that that kind of... I'm just talking pure, like... uh, Yeah, and match quality wise. No, no, no. I'm just talking about, like, his draw. Like, he's not Brock 
2014 that had that right. move set that, or not even because that Triple H match he had. But at least people wanted to see him. People were still intrigued by Brock in 2013, 14, and maybe even 15. But that wore out real quick. After, yeah. You know, after a while, it was oh, once it was over, it was over. And then, like, I don't know if he, you know, he might have really been on the gas or not, but he couldn't even deliver the suplex any shit like how he normally could. It looked like he barely, it looked like he was having a bit of trouble. Um, the one I thought this. he struggled with, to me, was Braun Strowman. And, yeah, uh, and that's what I was just pointing out. out. He had trouble. Like, looking at it in the plain view chat, he was having trouble getting him up. Like, he, he it's fine. like he just got him up. It's like he just got him up and tossed him. You know, usually he, you know, he could pick a, a big dude up and hold him there. Like, wasn't happening. Wasn't happening uh, Sunday night, bro. And, you know, I, I hate to sound cliche and all that, but how they say the camera does these guys no justice, the camera does fucking big brawn. No fucking, Roman either. Roman's a big fucking guy, man. And the camera does those, you know, those guys. And I'm 6'3", right, about okay. 260. And those are big guys. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I would say Roman has to be about 6'4". Easy and broad. Forget about it. That's a big fucking dude, man. That is a big guy. That's a big fella. And yeah, um, no, believe it sure. or not, Michael Cole, because I saw him, you know, we you know, tried to wait around and see who would come out. We saw... Michael Cole come out. We saw uh, who did we? Who else did we see? We saw because uh, the, the boys they wanted to see. You know, we saw Ronda, and AJ, and those guys. Joe, you know, he hit the horn on the car he had. You know, the, the kids that was driving him around or whatever. You know, so it, but you know, for the most part, it was you know it was decent. Like it's just like. I, 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 the, the alcohol consumption might have been a little bit too high, you know, because it was a rock, you know. it was a very raucous crowd. But I was not like that. Fucking security was not playing this year. I mean, good. They were right? not playing. They yeah, were not playing. No it, anything that looked suspicious, they were on their ass. But to me, coming out of coming out of the. Uh, Let's go to uh, NXT first. Coming out of that, our boy, I, he's, I, if, if done properly and handled properly, he's printing money. He is printing money. Who are we talking about? Velveteen. Oh, okay. Like, to me, yeah, he... Yeah, but was, there's that caveat. There's that qualifier, if done correctly. I mean, we've just seen exactly. sure, sure bets that have been... Uh, somehow turn into bust, you know, three years later, and we're sitting here like, how did that happen? Because of Vince, and it's like, and that's what got me mad over the course of the weekend, Trav, because he did the dumbest fucking angle you could possibly do. Nobody wants to boo Becky Lynch. Everybody loves her. Yeah, I don't get it. Everybody loves her. The storytelling is so compelling that people won't have a choice. No, brother, your storytelling is so convoluted, like fucking, you would have thought, uh, what's that asshole, Vince Russo sent him that fucking script. Right. 
the story is stupid. Like, you know, to me, in a perfect world, the, the story that makes sense is Charlotte, the new dirtiest player in the game, cheated her best friend out of, you know what I mean? And they could have just went and took it that way. I think Charlotte is way better as a hill too. And to me, the camera does those ladies no uh, doesn't do justice. They are so beautiful up close. Like this is probably the closest I've sat at a SummerSlam event. Like they are some beautiful women. Have you and been closer to than seventh row at any any uh, show? Um, WrestleMania twenty. I was in the third row. I was in the third row, WrestleMania 20, right behind the commentator's table. So I actually, you know, when uh, they had through, uh, I believe it was Sean or Benoit through the table, some of the blood kind of, you know, flew off of one of them. I forgot, I forget, like, off the top of my head, which one of them, you know, was fucking, uh, you know, bleeding profusely. But um, as far as, uh, you know, this weekend, like I said, um, NXT, like, the whole fucking show, and then once they got um, once they put them on screen and showed like it was more people though sitting in the crowd like besides you know just KO and all them. Joe was there, but he didn't you know. I don't think he, I don't, I'm not I didn't pay attention if he stayed. They did. They know. showed Joe. Yeah. Yeah, Joe was in the crowd. Keith Lee was actually sitting in the crowd, but they didn't show him. Like it was a couple of the NXT cats, you know, sitting like in. You know, the front row, some of them were off, like, the hard cam side, so you really couldn't see them. But there was a couple of them sitting in the crowd there, too. I could have sworn, I don't know, maybe it was a cat that looked like him. I could have sworn I saw Brian Cage there. Or not. Might have been just a, you know, jacked up, you know, Guido-looking type cat that looked like him. But for the most part, like, the NFC show, they didn't lose the crowd. That first match, from the first match on, they were into it. Um, only thing they got kind of, you know, a little quiet for was the um, was the women's title match until the end, until, you know, Kyrie, you know, hit it with the Bret Hart roll-up. And what you call it, like, after his um, entrance, EC3, he didn't really, you know, because I believe in his moveset and how I see him, EC3 is more, he's got that style that, you know, that would have been, he would have been the main event 10 years ago. Oh, I was going to say like 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah, like like under that Johnny, like under that Johnny Ace. Yeah, like under that Johnny Ace, you know, John Laronitis regime look. Like, he would have been, you know, the guy they probably would have had as a main eventer against Cena, just based on look. And he and he just he still might get it, because Vince might just take one look at him and be like, oh, this guy. You know, regardless of what, deep down, Vince is still a body guy. Yeah. Um, like, that was, a, that was, yeah, that, um. My thing with, that, with EC3 was, yeah, he's big as shit. But he and everybody else were so tan. Like, right, Ricochet like had, a, had a tan. Like, Ricochet, right. why does Ricochet have a tan? That's what I said. Why this is the darkest Ricochet ever. Glowing orange. Everybody was just like, ugh. 
I thought I said they on Twitter like they got a damn discount at the Brooklyn Tanning Warehouse or some shit right. like they must, sent they must have. I believe it's like a tanning salon not too far from the center. To be honest with you too. Yeah, gotta be. Yeah, they probably got crazy discount. You yeah, know, for sending you know, all the people over there. Right. But yeah, I don't for the understand most why part, people want to look like. Why would? Why does EC3 want to be that tan? And that weirdly dark. Yeah, that's, so that's weird. It's like you're trying to make yourself into the rock or somebody, like Paul, you know? Like fucking Paul, uh, Paul Mooney. Exactly. Everybody want to be a nigga, but don't nobody want to be a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> exactly my sentiment. But yeah, that um, that Ricochet and um, um, Adam Page match that was a thing of beauty to watch. Ricochet did fuck up a couple spots, but, you know, he still kept the crowd with him. And so, you know, that was a cool thing to watch in person. And Ciampa and um, Gargano, oh, my fucking God. Like, when he had Yes, they did it again. That got to be the match. Like, that would have to be, you know, the second or third match they had this year. That's a candidate to be the match of the year. Has to be. I wouldn't be surprised if at the end of the year the top five or eight there they have two in there. And the thing is, I don't think it's over. I don't think that that feud is over by any means. I don't think that feud is over with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and and people had some issues, but you have to understand that that wasn't even the admit, you know that wasn't going to going to be the match. It was going to be the triple yeah. threat, and, and then once his face got hurt, so. You kind of got to give them something, something there. They, they, on short notice, you know, on a week or week and a half notice, they had to change everything up. Right. As far as merch-wise. Um, well, I just mean the finish and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, I was telling you what I saw in the crowd as far as, you know, merch and shit. A lot of AJ, a lot of Seth. Lot of, a moderate amount of Roman Reigns who had your, your Bullet Club contingent, your all-in contingent. But, you know, a lot of mixed-in shit, though. But a lot of AJ and Roman Reigns, a lot of those, like, a lot of people are into the gloves and, the, you know, the vest, the shit that, you know, that AJ wears and stuff to the ring. Yeah. And those fucking pricey-ass belts, good God, $425 for one of those uh, replica belts. Drake and Will got both got UK titles. For four twenty, I think those were even more. I believe those might have been five hundred, if I'm mistaken. Dre, this motherfucker, Dre in New were we in New Orleans or were we in Dallas? Somewhere, this he was like camped out at one of them kiosks, like going through it with like his bank because he was trying to make like a five hundred dollar purchase out of state. <laughs> It was like, fam, what's going on? And he was like on the phone with them, and he got his goddamn belt, though. I think it was uh, uh, New Orleans in 2014. Yeah. <laughs> it was, the, it was the, the, the first version of the the, the, the smack that the one AJ holds, the one The Rock unveiled. Yeah, even those fucking uh, those, uh, action figures, fucking overpriced, $30 a figure, $35. I believe fucking... Uh, 
the two most expensive ones, I believe, was fucking AJ and Roman Reigns. Thirty-five or forty bucks a ticket. That's crazy. Why? Yeah, I said the way they fucking jacked these prices up, and believe it or not, that shit was empty. By the time we came back to get a couple of more, that shit was empty. But I told my son, I'm like. Boy, you, you go to fucking uh, ringside collectibles and all of this shit when we get home, man. Because they, you know, I guess they 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 showed me the other night they unveiled the uh they got like a three pack of undisputed era that's coming out soon. So you know they've been egging me on about that. They got a shield like a shield reunion pack that's coming out soon. They got you know egging me on with that shit. So I got to start, you know, getting these orders ready for these boys. But, yeah, I mean, overall, everybody enjoyed themselves. I think, um, like I said, um, the biggest star of NXT right now is the hottest guy. The hottest hand is uh, I would go in uh, team one, ricochet about two, and undisputed era. I think the crowd just turned undisputed era face because, you know, uh, War Machine or whatever the fuck they call now, War Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. yeah, they attacked them. I thought them. that was corny. I thought that was yeah, that was shit. corny. Yeah, that was corny. What? Why are they? I mean, I know they got beef, but that was unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was. It didn't make me turn on uh, for the the undisputed era. I still don't fuck with them, but I was just like, yeah, man, that was yeah. Oh, a lot of fence shit too, and a lot of new day shit, of course. A lot of, lot of New Day shit I've seen in the crowd. A lot of Finn Balor shit, too, as well. Um, yeah, I would say Finn was over like Rover. AJ, of course. Jeff Hardy. Joe. Yeah. Well, you didn't go to Raw, but I was. Uh, there was a part of me that thought maybe Finn was going to win that. When, you know, I thought he was, too. Yeah. But, I uh, thought he was, too, in the last couple seconds. I watched, I watched it from home in the last couple seconds. But I say that fucking, that Joe, that AJ Joe interview was so killer in person. Because it's like Joe just came from fucking nowhere and dragged his through his legs and just choked him out. You know? So that, that was a cool, that was a cool thing to see too. And I'm like, I love this, I love this feud. And you can't fault Vince for turning into quote unquote more entertainment because that's what they specialize in and they trying to I guess move away from the wrestling aesthetics from, you know, the T N A stigma. Because I heard that didn't go yeah, over well TNA with him. Yeah, I heard that didn't go over well with him Sunday night at all. Of course not. But, you know, he do like the effort and I do he's very high on Joe as far as like talking and, you know, being a big dude that could perform. And also, I don't know if you saw on YouTube yesterday, he made the announcement that for that super show, um, that there's going to be a number one contenders match between Miz and Dane Bryan. So the way I see it, Miz goes up two against them, you know, with the mixed match with him and uh, Maurice against him and Bree. And yeah. I could see... um. Daniel Bryan winning, Bryan number, winning one. the number one contender? But what? Then and losing to AJ at Survivor Series or something? I think Joe's going to win the title at Hell in the Cell. Oh, shit. I think they're going to give Joe the title. That Damn, way you Joe versus Bryan at Survivor Series or something? 
Yeah, that way, that's where you kind of freshen, you know, you can fresh the shit up, give, you know, Joe the title for a little bit, put AJ on a chase, you know, or have Joe. Yo, if you're doing that, if that's your, if you've got Joe as the champion and AJ lurking still, you know, and, and, and Brian the number one contender and AJ the number two contender, SmackDown is absolutely going to beat Raw more than one or two times during football season. Right. Right. I could see that, you know, because I believe that's going to be one of the Hell in the Cell matches. I think it's going to be Joe and um, AJ in the Cell and probably and probably um, the Shield against Braun Strowman and two partners of his choosing. Me, personally, I could see Braun recruiting AOP. And that way you give, you know, the shield an uphill battle to climb because you got three big dudes. But, yeah, I mean, in the perfect world, which would make sense, put the title on Joe at Hell in the Cell. I would have Joe, you know, ride it out to about Mania time. And then, you know, like have him put AJ on the shelf or something, or, or, you know, or take a page out of the 94 Survivor Series or some shit like that, something similar to it. Where you have Wendy come in and throw a towel in, or you know, you know, try to stop. <laughs> How she yeah, gonna throw to, a towel in the Hell in a Cell match, though? Or something, try to stop Joe. You know, through one of the. Uh, <laughs> try to stop Joe from from hurting her husband. You know, have AJ take a little, you know, time off, and you can flip it like that and have um. AJ come back and win the Royal Rumble and challenge Joe again for the title. For WrestleMania, because the way I see it on the Raw side of things, I believe it's going to be a three-way. I think At that's WrestleMania? The, yeah, I believe that's the angle they're shooting for, um, a three-way between the Shield members. Somewhere along that line, it's going to be, a, it's going to be an implosion somewhere. With Roman as the implosion. champion still? Yup. Yup. Okay. Yup. I could, like... If Vince is smart, they will pull the trigger and have Roman sell those guys out. Because you still got Paul Heyman lurking around there somewhere. You got Roman sell out, go with Heyman, and to flip it, you know, change it around, you don't even put AOP with Braun. You put AOP with that Heyman range faction and have those two guys as, as like, his, you know, his two heavies. Maybe. They could do that too. But also I see um uh McIntyre factoring in somewhere too with you know, within that top ranks you know, top mix of guys. Because mm-hmm. I believe he he probably would be the one that's gonna take the IC title from um Seth. Right now I don't it's you know, it's very interesting. They got a lot of mix you know, they got a lot of shit, you know, they could do. Plus factoring in, you know, if they get the uh, if they get those Bullet Club guys, like that's a lot okay. of shit. So also to consider, there was no post SummerSlam call-ups that that some people speculated. I don't know how vast or how far and wide that speculation went, but we talked about it a little bit, you know, especially with with Velveteen. Cam even during. Was it, I think it was during Raw when 
Bobby Roode or something was wrong. Or something. There was a setup where he where Cam thought maybe Velveteen might uh might might interrupt. And he was like, if, if he does, I'll get, he was giving away something. <laughs> it was a good gimmick. <laughs> but he huh. didn't debut, obviously. Right. But I don't know, maybe they holding them off for a little while. I don't think to me they don't need to rush it. Especially if you don't have something specific for him. Like I could see Velveteen, you know, on a come on, I could see him in some sort of fucking uh, feud with uh, Shinsuke or something like that. I don't think you should rush him, though. I really don't think you should rush Velveteen. Especially if you don't have no type of game plan with this guy. I don't think he should be rushed up to the main roster. Let him rock out on NXT. And, you know. Yeah, I'm good if he don't come up till WrestleMania. Yeah. That's fine. Put him in the chase now. I think he he about ready for the NXT title chase or the North American title. Put him in the chase. But I want to see what's going on with uh, Bruiserweight. Because Pete Dunn says he wants Ricochet title. And those two together. Man, listen. I don't know if they ever met on the you know on the indie side before, but those two guys together, I see. Oh wow. Pete Dunn versus Ricochet. And I believe we all know, or I predict, who's poised to take that title off of Kyrie Sane. Our girl, Trav. Uh, Bianca, yeah. Bianca, I think it's her time, man. Yeah, that promo she cut um, about not, you know, a few weeks ago about not needing to uh, be in that triple threat or four, uh, turn the four way into a triple threat because she dropped out. Like, I don't need to be no to fight for no number one contender. I'm undefeated. I should be automatically the number one contender. So I could see her cutting a cutting a promo tonight, but um, it, that's typically not how they do. Maybe I don't know because those shows are usually before. You know how they do the the the, the NXT post takeover episodes are usually yeah. just uh, recaps and like filler matches. They don't really advance a ton of stuff, so I don't know how they would do that with Bianca. She could cut another promo. That'd be for sure dope, you know, way to get it, get that thing rolling. Right. Um, But I think Kyrie should have a TV. Like, if the next takeover isn't until Survivor Series, Kyrie Sane needs a a TV feud that she can win. I would say before. I would say before they send her to the main roster because to me that's what's missing from sanity. I, I they could uh they could do Mickey Claus or they could give her uh, another uh yeah. They could do Nikki Cross or they could do um you know a rematch with her and Baszler because I think Baszler is coming up at some point. I think Baszler is coming up. That I wouldn't be surprised with. I even yeah. predicted it or, or or had a scenario where where that absolutely happened. Because I see them, because, like, you know, just going off a of roll and going off a of Monday, like, basically what they're doing with Ronda and Stephanie. Ronda is her, I mean, Stephanie is her fault. Stephanie is her Vince McMahon to, you know, Ronda Stone Cold. <laughs> basically, just the female version of it. If if 
Like, the fucking Bellas looked so out of place on that fucking apron. Y'all are the epitome representation of the diva era. Like, let's stop kidding ourselves. Yes, Nikki Bella is popular and all that shit. They got total Bellas and total divas and all that bullshit. But they are the epitome of the Kelly Kelly, Eve Torres, you know, those type, you know, women, that era. Like, they they looked and felt so out of place being there and the looks on their face like, damn, we don't even belong, you know, on this apron. Yeah, no, they don't. They look out of place, but their popularity overshadows, not overshadows, but, like, kind of uh, masks that, you know, what Carmella doesn't have, they do. Like right. Carmella has to make up for it in sheer personality and will. Uh, the Bellas have a decade of, uh, of of credibility built up and popularity. Right. So even though they're not the best wrestlers, they're they're fine. And then the fact that they haven't been around and you, and you, and you, yeah, they do. They look they look out of place. Right. And I almost teared up. I ain't even gonna lie. My big ass when they like Natty the Cornerstone. And they gave her that standing ovation, which she is. You know, Natty got a fucking job for life. Once she hangs it up, you know, she's going to be one of the fucking trainers at the performance center. Right. You know, she got a job for life there. So, you know. Like, I mean, yeah, overall, you know, everything is steady right now. I think only thing wrong with, I think, like I said, SmackDown is an easier watch. Raw is just more filler. Like, to me, those tag titles on Raw, they mean shit to me. You know what I'm saying? Because they're trying so hard, you know, with the B team and all that. Like, I think I think that shit has a shelf life. Yeah. The whole B team thing. But I think I by next think, month. Uh, it, can, yeah. it, can, it can break one way. And I think it's going against what I thought initially. Like, when I heard that music, I was like, oh, it's over. They're going to be like yeah. the... the the most popular tag team. But then the second week, it wasn't as, uh, so I was like, okay, maybe, maybe fans see through like the, like it's, it's designed to, to get you to feel happy. And then it's a chant. I mean, that's what specifically designed to do. So if the fans see through that or just aren't as, aren't enthused enough that a big chanty, chanty kind of, uh, Sing along song doesn't help. Doesn't help yeah. get keep keep them as over as you know they even you know were at one point. So so yeah. yeah. So uh, there's, uh, the next few crowd reactions. I don't know what their crowd reactions are like on house shows, but I think that's going to be crucial. Um, but they're enthusiastic about it. I mean, they're into the they're they're, they're selling out. They're selling out for the gimmick. I mean that in a positive way, like going all out. Yeah, I Told see them. Miz to go fuck himself. That was a good. Uh oh, Bianca. Oh, this is from last week. This is last week's episode. Yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, I think the Miz DB fuel. I think that shit is on. Um... You know that's that that's holding SmackDown. That's one of the cornerstones of SmackDown, but um. I kind of I kind of agree with the other caller. This is just my synopsis. I think you pour 
I think you kind of pour. I think you got you kind of pour salt in the fucking wound by adding the women in. But it was inevitable though. Like once they start talking the yeah, show and all that was, you shit. You talking about Brian and Miz? Yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's I'm not saying. I think it's I'm a way to buffer the feud. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Like basically, the, a way to stretch it out because it's going to be. And like also I said, give I believe, Bree something to do because Nikki's going to have something to do at that Evolution show. Right, I think so. that's just going. Yeah, it'll stretch it out and give a you know, once that Super Show come, I think that'll be like probably said, the blow. If, if 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 they go up two zero on 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 them and Miz and Maurice win. When Brian does win, if he does win that number one contenders match, that's gonna you know it'll be all the sweeter or you know right. Yeah, I could see that going down, and I could see them also at that women evolution doing um a Bree and Marie singles match. I could see okay. that happening too. Right. You know that's. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, try, but to me, I don't think it should fit. Like I think at the top of the card, you should have um. I would say Rhonda and Ember Moon. Probably Oscar and Kaza. It's like what, are, what 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 the fuck are they gonna do with her? She I I know she was on. She did a dark match. She did a dark match, and she got a big pop, got a big reaction. You know when she came out, but it's like what are they gonna do with her? Who um, on um Oscar? Yeah, I hear there's like some kind of like they're not in she's not she's not like happy with the company or the company's not happy with her. Both she yeah, something's going on with her. Yeah, son ain't right. Son ain't sitting right. And it's just so noticeable how they propping Kyrie Sane and Eo Shirai up, you know what I'm saying? Like, Kyrie Sane is good, but she's not at Oscar Connor's level. Only one I can say is at her level or might be a tad bit better than her is Eo. But, you know, that's still, you know. Right, and Kyrie Sane is, you know, she's just small. There's right. no way to, you know, get around it. Um, I want bigger and better. I want Bianca Belair. I want Kavita DeVe. I want the the Scottish uh, Chick Pepper Piper Nevin. That's I right. want bigger and stronger women. I don't want smaller and, and no, that doesn't work. And put an APB out on fucking Nia Jax. I mean, she was she wasn't the best worker, but where the fuck is she? Like, yeah, I don't know. Where the fuck is she? A lot of people been dormant, and then uh, last night, like the ball came on. I, I believe like. This and this is my thing with the new day. I'm glad you know they got the title. This is what the fourth, fifth time, but I don't think they should have a long run. I think, to me, the way it looked last night after the promo with the bar and Gallows and Anderson, it looked like they're setting up Big Gal and Andy for the titles. Cause the bar's just like I don't know if, if I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's trying to split them two up. I don't know if Tom has, you know, them being not a focal point and not being on TV, if Tom has passed those guys by or something, but something needs to happen there. Like, they look so corporate with those fucking bar polo shirt, sockets, whatever the fuck they was. They just look so just, like, corporate puppets with those shirts. 
But I could see something being done, you know, especially with the comedy shit with Gallows and Anderson. Because, I mean, where do you go with the New Day again with the title? They don't need the titles. Like, the New Day is the act that could, you know, could go on their own. I know they had to get them off of, um, you know, Rowan and Harper because um, Rowan is out again with another bicep. You know, he got to get surgery on his bicep, torn bicep muscle. Yeah, I don't know. That might be, might be curtains for those guys. Because that dude is injury prone. Yeah, I don't even know that. I just think it should just be, I think, what's his face is, is, is can be a better singles. You know, like, just go, go. All right, all right I don't got to say, I'm not going to say go all in with. Uh, Harper. <laughs> with, with, with Harper. But do something He should be him. one of the, yeah, he should go be one of the top hills. got to be all He's, in, but. You can certainly give them a better push than they tried, you know, two years ago, which was garbage. We weren't even trying. Yeah, he could be one of the top hills if they if they do right with Harper. What do you do? What do you do? You add him with Sanity? Do you send him back to Raw? And uh, because the way it looks, um, the deleters of the world is, is finished. The way it looks. Yeah, I think Matt's probably done. Yeah, Matt's done. They said he's been he's been pretty much transitioning. I heard they had him pretty actually they uh you know um else and them had reported on his on the site that Matt was actually backstage helping out with certain, you know, certain matches and angles. So they kinda probably propping him up, getting him ready to be a producer. Or some sort you know, some sort of backstage hand. I think um the Hardys they serve their purpose. I think it's you know, I think it's time. Like it, it yeah. hurt. It was so. Like I was so scared when Jeff took that fucking bump on that apron. I was so fucking scared, Trav. I'm like, yo, is this guy gonna get up and walk? But he, you know, he did. Like I was so fucking scared. It's like, yo, y'all gave y'all body to this industry. You've been diving off of shit. Like it's been times I've seen Jeff just dive off of shit just for, for for the sake of diving off of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. Y'all have given y'all 20-plus years. Y'all been doing this shit, diving off of shit. I think it's time before these somebody's fucking wheeling these guys out for their Hall of Fame speech. Yeah, my man Steve uh, had a really fire tweet that that went nuts on Twitter and did tremendous numbers. And Hurricane Helms got a hold of it and retweeted it. And now today, I think Botchamania got a hold of it and retweeted it, so it's gone everywhere. It's just got tens of thousands of likes and retweets. Yeah, what was uh, the basis of it? So, uh, you know, it's J- Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I'm over 40. I'm not going to be doing swan time bombs all the time. That shit hurts. Also, Jeff Hardy, and it's the meme of him taking the bump on the apron, the gif of him taking the bump on the apron. But he's, he's hell-bent. On having this in his mind, this one hell in the cell match. I'm like, no, Jeff. I, I, I'm so afraid because I know who. With, I don't with know, Randy? but you know, you know the intent. That might be it. But I you mean, know the, the intention, Trav. You know what well, he's going to try to do fucking... off the top of that fucking cell. You know what he's trying to do. 
D-Tweet get over three million? God damn. Like, you know exactly what he's trying to do. He's trying to swan on off of that fucking set, off the top of that set. Good Lord. All right, so uh, tweet is the uh, Steve is the reigning Twitter king. He took that uh, uh, crown from Cam, who had with the Pornhub gift. Uh, at this point, was the reigning champ, at least of our crew. Yeah, shout out to Steve. I'm certainly in last place. I think I got like 21 likes one time. Yeah, <laughs> I ain't even on Twitter. I ain't even on the Twitter machine as Bully Ray. I need to get on it. Cause I see that's where you, the world, you know, everybody's linked. I guess I'm outdated with Facebook and uh, Instagram. But you don't even be on Facebook. Right. I don't do. I don't put up shit. And the crazy shit about it, I meant to put, you know, post, you know, every night that I was there. But I was just so in the moment of, you know, what was going on. And yeah. It's like, you living life. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to live my best life, man. Yeah. I was yeah, so in the moment of what was going on. Enjoying the thing that you're at instead of like yeah. And this is and this is like the first time, probably since twenty what twenty fifteen ish that I enjoyed like every show that I you know that I had went to. Yeah, it really it really was a good weekend, and Takeover didn't absolutely just dominate the entire. Uh, you know, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, SummerSlam didn't just look like a joke compared. Right. Those guys came with their working shoes on. Like, Seth and, Seth and uh, Ziggler, those two together, they just, it's just, they like, they just got some kinetic energy. Those dudes are just money together. That was a dope match. Um, you know, the Bludgeons and New Day, I thought that was a, a hard-hitting physical, you know, match. Um. You know, AJ and Joe is like, they fit like a hand in glove. Like, they're going to always, you know, show off and show out when they put them on stage together. You know, the Braun match, that was that was a, 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 a squash. I don't know what the fuck they're doing with KO. Like, I, I, and I don't like it because he's one of the best talents, you know, around. I don't know what they fucking trying to do with him. Um. And the main event shocked the hell out of me because it was a good match. It was a damn good main event. It was a good main event. I thought they were going to lose the crowd, but they were smart. They got it done, and they got it out of there. Quick, fast, in a hurry. Especially once Braun came down, you know what I mean? Of course, you know, created that diversion. Only thing I I just would have wished, I was, you know, in the building Monday night when that shield music came on because my boy, he went to actually all four shows. And oh, he said nice. that pop when that show music came on. He said it was a pop. He's, he's seven. He called it a pop. <laughs> he said, boy. No, not my, um, not my son. I said my boy. One of my boys. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. I got One you. Of my, nah, but my, <laughs> my own kids, my boys, they, um, they smartened up. they smartened up. Yeah, no. They smart got them smart up. They know about the torch. They know about the observer. They smart up. Know about the East Coast cast. They hear me cursing on there. They think it's probably funny. Knew, he probably he probably know way too much for his own good. Yeah, he kind of smart. They kind of smart. They kind of could pick shit out that they could see and that they you know. 
Because I was, like, when I was his age, that's when I started becoming receptive. Like, I knew this shit was, you know, every, this was a work by the age of seven. Once you see all these news exposés and shit like that, then, you know, like I said, like I told you last, he was solidified it for me. Because once I got, you know, went down south on a summer vacation one year, and my cousin showed me the torch. And I was like, oh, so this is how it was done. Yeah, and in my mind, I <laughs> right. Especially like, if you, especially if you have read any kind of like kayfabe magazine before that, I was the I was the epitome of at the max every month. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere, shit, I read at one the max of, I was like twenty five, so I can't front. Right, somewhere in one of my um fucking uh in one of these closets, I got a look. I got a bin full of fucking aftermath. I left them at my one crib, and when I moved out in 07, I just left them there. And like, eh. I still got a couple of episodes, issues of, like, the first mag, like, to actually break kayfabe. It was called The Wrestling Eye. Like, that that, that was, like, the first publication to actually break kayfabe. And this is back in, you know, the rocking, the booming 80s. So I still got a couple of those mags. That's where you start to learn, you know, a couple, you know, the real, you know, wrestlers' real names and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, but if I must say so myself, last thing I want to ask, um, next week, Trav, are you watching All In? Uh, probably not. No. Trav said, nah, I'll pass. What is this, on uh, Saturday, right? Yep, it's Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, I support it just because I want to see, you know, a couple different. I want to see. I just don't Cody's. know how, I, I, fam, like, how you paying? How you how you trying to sell a pay per view for forty dollars? And yeah, they could have, they could have, they could have came out to shoot. If that thing about was twenty five bucks. Twenty. I'd be thinking real hard about it. But twenty for a first time. I say twenty for a first time outing. Like it should have been twenty. Should have been twenty bucks, $19.99. Because from what I'm understanding, Don Callis said that moving forward, and I think it starts with um, Bound for Glory, that all the TNA pay-per-views are going to be $19.99. So, yeah, I definitely, you know, check that out. Um, hopefully I get to see you guys, you know, some of you guys, you know, for Mania, because I think I'm going to do Mania because it falls perfect right around my boy's birthday. Two of them is in March, and my seven-year-old, he'll be eight the day after, so I think I'll do Mania this year as well. You know, it's going to be jumping. I was trying to get tickets for that garden shit, but, oh, my God. The second market, oh, my God, Stuff Hub, the second market price? Forget about it. Forget about it. You're going to, uh, shit, if I was, speaking of tickets to the garden, I'll go to that, if I could, that uh, Jesus and Merrill show at the Hulu Theater in the garden? Yeah. Yeah. Man. I just, I just did um, bo- uh, both of the whole and Beyonce shows. 
at a MetLife Stadium on the second and the third. I went to both shows. And the next show I'm going to, I'm going to take Honey to see they're having a, it's like some type of global citizen fest. And they're having um, John Legend, The Weeknd, Janet Jackson, and Cardi B on the show. I'm going to see Janet because I've never seen Janet live. And, of course, Cardi B. Yeah. So that's my, that's the next show I'm going to. I was trying to get tickets for the Migos and Drake concert, but those, those shit sold out so crazy, so quick. They went fast. So I, I'm going to end on this note, Trav. Give me a prediction. Give me a car prediction for the next takeover, the next NXT takeover. Uh, well, like I said, I got Bianca and uh, and and Kyrie Sane for the women's top championship. Beyond that, I have no idea. That's the only one I've ever I've given. Any only thing I can forward to it. I mean, only thing I would say, Bianca and. Uh, Bianca and Kyrie, uh, Ricochet, P. Dunn. What's those guys? The War Monsters, War, whatever the fuck they are. Hanson and Roe versus uh, Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. Um, where else do we go? I don't know if you go back to Gargano and Ciampa so soon. You might want to hold that one off to uh, take over Philly. I believe that's where the Rumble is at this year again, if I'm not mistaken. Natalia, I believe you hold that to that. But somewhere, some way, too, also I see as the ultimate route. I see Adam Cole getting that um, NXT title somewhere down the line. I think that's why he dropped the North American title. I see Adam Cole getting that title somewhere down the line. He might, it might be him. And who do you be. see him taking it off of? Because he ain't going to take be, it off of uh, Could be a three-way. That could be the three-way, you know, because I know um, this kid will be back, and I think he's getting this shot on, like, one of the um, TV shows, uh, Alice the Black. So it could be a three-way. Gargano, Cole, and Ciampa. Now look at Bianca goddamn Belair, man. They can go that way. Yeah, that girl is that girl is everything for it. But I gotta run traveling. Running these machines now. So yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. I'm talking forever. Okay. Talk to you later, man. All right, bro. Mike from Brooklyn. Who is this woman? She Diana somebody. Diana Peru Perazzo. Why does that sound familiar? Who is Diana Perazzo? I know who she is. She's the woman that's about to take this L to Bianca Belair. All right, let's uh, move on. I think this is Craig on the international or Skype line. Uh, Craig, oh, no. is that you? Yes, it is Craig. What's happening, Craig? Not a lot. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo's nice. And uh, Does she have a different name or, like, what's her gimmick? No, nah, she's been Deanna. She's been Deanna Prado for, for all, um, okay. She was 
she was on the Taz show as one of the um, Taz had an indie indies segment uh, weekly with three different. Uh, it was Veda Scott and Deanna and uh, Taylor Hendricks. And she's like showing that she's a know. horsewoman. I don't get what that. Why? How is she a horsewoman? And what's no? That? She's not a horsewoman. I think he might he might be trying to talk about the um, Jessica Man uh, Jessica Man Duke or whatever, and the other group. That's the, other, the tall uh, one, right? I don't know. I'm. I know there's Jessica, two. <laughs> the one I know whose face I know. She's the tall, dirty blonde. Yeah, I'm surprised nothing's happened with them uh, last in the last weekend. Well, they showed them. They were with. They showed yeah, them in they the crowd. Yeah, they showed her. They showed Ronda in the crowd at at NXT, and then they showed the 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 two in the crowd. Was Shayna there supporting Ronda at SummerSlam? I don't think so. I don't remember. She. I mean, I'm sure she was there in some capacity, but maybe not in the crowd necessarily. Yeah, I mean, when they went to that shot of the of the four horse one, or, or the two, or maybe three, but I think it was just two of them. Ronda was in the ring, obviously, and uh, I don't think Shayna was in was with him. I don't remember that. I'm actually at that point. It was just kind of a foregone conclusion that that Ronda was going to win, so I was I wasn't really into that match that much. That's like one of the one of the matches that I wasn't that into. Like I knew the one spot was coming because they've been they've been ramping up for that uh, where where she breaks her arm in half and all that. They've been they've been wanting to do that for like a year now, just because she's double jointed. So I kind of, yeah, you know, I was out. Of- Did you get to watch it live? I, I saw it live, yeah. Okay, because I, I know you guys did the uh, South Congress, and then I think Cam said Oh, yeah, we, we watched the show, and then we did uh, South Congress afterwards. Remember, like, in the middle, I was like, we're going to talk about these uh, uh, takeover results. Yeah, you said you said takeover. I and but I didn't know you guys were doing it during SummerSlam. No, it we recorded immediately after takeover went off. Oh, okay. Everybody watched it at Cam's crib, and then we just recorded afterwards. Did you watch it? Did you watch SummerSlam there? No, he did not want people over two nights in a row <laughs> <laughs> on a Sunday night. I love my one friend. He comes over uh, to watch. He was over here two nights in a row, and uh, we got pizza and everything. It was great um, mm-hmm. to watch uh, Takeover and SummerSlam. But I'm I'm on vacation now, so I've been okay. just inundated with wrestling and catching up on all these damn podcasts. Because when I'm not working, like I work. And I listened to like 10 hours of podcast a day. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought you had a job that allowed you to listen to a bunch of shit. How'd you get behind? Yeah. Well, because I'm off work. <laughs> and when oh, I'm off oh, work, oh, I'm yeah, not, okay. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm watching see, wrestling and see, stuff. See, I, I played like fucking live or Madden or something. And uh, maybe even Grand Theft. 
and um, listen to podcasts because that's all I do. That's why I'm behind on all my shows because I'm listening to I got 35 fucking podcasts or some shit to to listen to, and I just added another oh. one. My little my younger brother's the, the uh, turn his damn ice maker off. My younger brother is the uh, a current co-host. Not a current, not current, a frequent co-host of the JX, the JXL podcast. I haven't listened to any of the episodes yet, uh, but they just talk about pop culture, hip-hop stuff, and local stuff that's happening in Philly and New York, I think. Again, that's without ever listening to is an it, episode. Is it new, or has it been around for a while? Um, they're up to, like, episode 16. I think they've been doing it about six months. Okay. I like to get in on the ground floor of, of podcasts because it won't. Yeah, I don't like jumping in in the middle of anything. You well, know, and it, it, it's like you like, have to. I tried to get like, in. huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes, uh, like, like my favorite top five, you know, podcast probably the Scathing Atheist, fucking um, maybe Pod Save America. Uh, slash pod save the world slash pod save the people slash pod save Africa. So the pod save, you know, family. I didn't listen. You know, they're hundred fifty, hundred, two hundred episodes in. Joe Rogan. Well, Joe Rogan. I, I kind of started listening to Joe Rogan back in like 2011, when I was like, in my psychedelic, like really like into studying ayahuasca and all kinds of entheogens and shit. So, um, yeah, but it's hard to get in on the. The ground level. The Strong Female Podcast, Strong Female Characters Podcast, I heard their first, you know, from the beginning. Stay tuned with Preet, you know, from the beginning. But sometimes you just got to go yeah, back. If, like, if the, it's, the Thursday Kid is one of my favorite ones. They're, they're you know, 30, 40 episodes in. I'm not going to go well, back and listen like, to all them episodes, but I certainly can Even like with you guys. Out. South Congress and and, uh, and even this show, like you, you you've been around for ten friggin' years. Yeah, and it's hard. It's like, like comic books. I missed out. That's why they always putting out number ones, number ones, so people feel like me when I started in January 2016. I was so intimidated. Like I don't want to jump in number 28, number 105. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. So one of the reasons I started reading Ant Man and the Ultimates were because they were at number one or three. You know, they still had. You know the first three issues on the show, so I could just—it wasn't no problem to. Did you feel start. like you're missing out on some some kind of inside joke, or you know, or yeah. whatever? Like when they yeah. get you know certain things. But imagine if you don't—you go, oh, I don't want to start reading Avengers. There's 50 years of history here. I mean, then you're just never going to read most things then. Well, yeah, it's like why why I could never like I know you were in the soaps, and I'm like I could never watch soap operas because they're just. Yep, and the rest has been on for my like longer than I've been alive. Right, but like other <laughs> things, they're not so. Uh, you know, they have no choice but to, and soaps more than anything because you can not watch a soap, watch a week of it, and know everything, everybody's motivation because ever like especially the hack cheesy ones that have the. The the uh, monologues, like when people just talk to themselves, because they constantly know people are in and out. Some people only watch Monday and Friday. You know, some people only watch 
you know, every other whatever. So they know people miss chunks of their stuff, so they have to catch them up in a quick, quick way. So somebody will have a memory, and you'll see, oh, 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 she mad at her sister because she slept with her husband. Got it. And you're caught up. And you know why they're feuding, why the bitterness is there, and that kind of thing. Um, podcasts they need to and, do like- and, and stuff like this kind of stuff, it's hard to... Uh, you just need to do it like Ross. <laughs> you know, if you don't get an inside like, joke, you just don't get an inside joke. Or not inside, it's just like a show Domino's sponsor you, and, and like a little part, you just have like a like a, uh, a little segment from your 2009-2010 podcast, a little like two-minute drop-in. Yeah. Oh, shit, wait, 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 wait. That means somebody's going to have to... Edit the thing and listen for that kind of stuff. I remember I was thinking about like for YouTube content, like hey, maybe we should have a presence on YouTube. So we have this listener. I don't know if he listens anymore, but Luis, he used to always you know listen and comment and stuff. He still does occasionally comment on Facebook or whatever. But I was like, hey, you know, could you like when you're listening to the show and something like really that stands out to you. Um, just like give me a time stamp, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, and he was just like, "No, I'm I'm not going to do that." <laughs> like he was matter of fact <laughs> about it. Like wasn't you know he didn't tell me to go fuck myself or anything, but he was just like, "No, I'm not going to do it." And I was just like, uh, "Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah." <laughs> so you can't be you know thinking you're going to do big things if you're not going to you know like you're not going to have a volunteer team. <laughs> well, like I actually, to... it might be kind of easy for like, you to do if if you went through your uh, just go through your um, you know how they have the Facebook and um, you know this day in your history or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, or your memories. Yeah, and have like when somebody resp- or you go back and look and someone made a comment or something like oh and then you find that spot in the show because it's got the time you know the yeah. relative yeah. time. I mean, or whatever. there's ways, but like Louise, yeah, got too time Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know I had a lot of fun this week. Um, still having fun. Now I I had kind of a down day today, like far as uh, I didn't do shit, and just kind of waiting for the show. Took like a three hour nap, but. I'm not even, like, drinking that hard. I, I drank hard on uh, – I didn't even drink that hard on Sunday because I wanted to call – I talked to – it was funny. I called in to Greg's show after yeah. uh, SummerSlam, talked to Greg for a, a minute, and then I hung up there and called Taz's show, talked to Taz for a couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. And that was funny because I'm, like, on two shows – two post-SummerSlam uh, shows, but – but, uh, no, I, I didn't get that drunk on Sunday, uh, but Monday and Tuesday, I, I got loaded. Today, I'm not doing that much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kind of over it. There's only, there's only so much I can drink, man. I don't know how y'all do it, y'all damn drinkers. 
Yeah. I um, drink heavy. Even when I was 20. Even when I was in college and shit. I would drink heavy and I'm just paying. Like, my, like I'm recovering for like two days. I don't feel right. Like my stomach is still like, I just can't do it. Well, I've never, I've never gotten hangovers. So it's, it's different for me that way. Yeah, I don't have uh, hangovers in my plus, head. I have I'm like in my body. Pounds. Like I don't have a, I don't yeah, get oh. headaches and shit. Um, I'll just feel if terrible. I drink, if I drink like two like cases of beer in in a day, how that's many? how I can get drunk. If I can drink two cases of a, of beer in a day, like Bud Light, not like you know hard big oh bullshit uh, piss water. Right, pretty much, yeah. But that's what I like, you know, to taste. Um, plus, I got the diabetes, you know. <laughs> and uh, is that why you no, have to go but, light? That has, does that affect it? Calories or carbs? Or uh, it's, it's 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 carbs. Yeah, I used to do oh. Mick Ultra. That's why then I, I Michelob. <laughs> well, I, I like Michelob, because, and you guys, I think you guys are talking shit about Michelob. Uh, yeah. sometime. You guys were talking shit about it last week, or I, I don't. It wasn't on the South Congress, I don't think. But I think you guys were talking shit about. It. I'm like, man, fucking with my Michelob, man. I like my dad drank Michelob light my whole life, and I'm like, and then I started you drinking it after cycle, he died. Right? No, I like that psych. <laughs> when he would come in and put me to bed and stuff, he was, he had beer breath and it smelled like Michelob Light, and I didn't mind it. It was all right. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Memories. Now I wanted to ask, because uh, I was thinking about this. Uh, you know, I was into the G1 and everything, and and all the wrestling that just happened over the weekend. And I was like, yeah. some of these, I mean, some of these matches were just so frigging good this past like four days. Like that, that I can't believe I didn't even know about the Rowan injury until today. Like uh, a few hours I ago, that on the show. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, and that match was brilliant. Like what? Last I night? loved that match. Yeah. The street fight or whatever. Yeah, and then yeah, and then they had another uh, awesome match right after that uh, on Two Hundred Five Live. A tornado tag with Grand Metal Leak and. Um, Lindsay Dorado versus uh, Tony Neese and Buddy Murphy. And it was, I mean, these guys are just going balls out the whole, I mean, like all these yeah. matches are so good. So I was wondering, and I uh, I was going to like write it in later. I'll write something in because I'm not drinking that hard tonight. But, um, okay. I know I, I said I was going to write in last week and I didn't. So be mad at me. Um, but no, which... Uh, if you were to see a match, any match, go 60 minutes, because they, they don't ever say there's a time limit on any of these matches anymore. They say it's scheduled for one fall and whatever, but they nobody ever says anything about time limit. No, uh, no time limit, yeah. yeah. That's super yeah, old but, school. Yeah, but do you think, like, these guys are going for so long that, that, that the time just, like, the... I mean, I assume they still have a quote-unquote timekeeper, or they could just reintroduce. And if you're going to do the gimmick, and, then you definitely should have a running, you know, a, a clock. You know, like if no, you know, okay, I, we're going I, I, we're going to call it at 60 minutes. You know, you better at least go 56 minutes. 
I just wanted to sneak up on on the match, and at the end of the match, like like, like the John Cena HBK felt, did match did uh, in London or whatever at one time with fifty four minutes. Yeah, I wasn't watching then. So. Oh, oh man, it was awesome because Edge was set to, I don't know, def- they had a match that they that they advertised as the main event, and it was Edge versus somebody. <laughs> but Michaels and Cena went started at the bottom, you know, it started at whatever ten Eastern, and went all the way to you know, you know, or started at ten o ten ten Eastern. And that, that doesn't sound right. They don't usually start right. Whatever. It just went 54 damn minutes. And they were like, well, the Edge match has been rescheduled. So. <laughs> they just, and they, they just did. It went 54 minutes, but there was a fine. There was a, like, it wasn't a time, like a time limit thing. Like the, the, right. the bell didn't go for ended, ended with uh, a winner. Okay. See, that's what I was, I, I want to do is like, just have a match. Just go, and then all of a sudden it's like, man, this match is going forever. These friggin' guys, because that one of the best matches I think, I mean, I've seen in a long. I mean, wasn't it this year the Seth uh, the Gauntlet? The Gauntlet. He was yep. in there for an hour, 50 and then the match like that, continued yeah. another half hour after that. And it's just like if you're wrapped that, if you're wrapped up in a match like that, like if you don't even notice it's gone that long. Right, but it's harder to do in a one-on-one match. But uh, right, uh, yeah, yeah, well, it's, yeah, definitely. I mean, a gauntlet match has the, has the has the uh, rotating in, you know, different people in, yeah. Right, but I was wondering if, but, if but I know that what you mean. That wouldn't be that wouldn't I wouldn't be against it if they just said we're doing a sixty-minute draw. That's just going to like because if you. <clears throat> Because once that match hits a half hour, 40 minutes, you're like, what the fuck? This is crazy. And then ding, 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 you're going to go, oh, shit, did they just call a time limit draw? And if they go, this match has been going 60 minutes, we're calling a draw. The crowd, I think, will pop. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But I'm wondering, that's what I was going to want to ask you guys, Which, who would you want to see in that one-on-one match? Why did I hear this already? Did you tweet it to us or something? I must. I seen it somewhere. I tweeted it last. Maybe I saw you yeah, ask I tweeted it last night. I, I tweeted it last night just to get an idea of who people would. I only got one response because I tweeted it at like 3 a.m. and I think Awan said something. Uh, Mustache Mountain versus uh, the one that just happened. Mustache Mountain yeah. and um, Undisputed. Yeah, I was era. up to like three or four. I probably saw it as soon as you tweeted it. So. I would say Seth, with like a WWE match, not like anybody in the world, but like anybody in the WWE company, like NXT too. Who, who are in those? Uh, Seth and Brian, maybe not together though. Not against each other, but them in a match. I can see going to it. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm, I'm hedging. I'm, or I'm, I'm. Oh, okay. I'm giving one part of two matches. Like I'd want to see one of them 
in a match that goes to a 60-minute draw, but I don't want to see them against each other necessarily. Not that I wouldn't want to see it, but. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe Seth versus. If they got, if, you know, at the height of their, his, his feud with Dean Ambrose. When he was, uh, when Dean wasn't trusting him and that kind of thing. You you don't mean the scene where they disputed the entire like summer, right? Or 2014? Maybe that's what I'm talking about. I don't know. They, they, yeah, they faced it at like four pay per views, and it was great. They just kept ramping that thing up. I would say I would like to see Seth and maybe Adam Cole. You could definitely see that. Any women you could think of that you want to see go 60 minutes? Well, they won't let them go 60 minutes in an Iron Man match. They only have 30 minutes so far. Well, to be fair, they've only done, <laughs> you know what, uh, Brett and What's-His-Face, Brock and Kurt. Yeah. Most of the men's Iron Man matches are, are 30 minutes, so... Yeah, I, um, see, I, I would say Sasha, because that would be a lot of fun, but she would kill herself in that match, because she just, she's insane. Shane is getting interviewed, she's got all the, her three homies with her, and she's getting yeah. interviewed post, uh, She said, Kyrie didn't beat me. I lost. Damn, Ronda looks I think I fuck. It helps that, you know, <laughs> the other three are, you know, pretty average. But damn, Ronda looked really good. Yeah, I like Ronda. Yeah. And Kathy Kelly. I like Kathy Kelly for a long time. She was on this podcast I listened to back in like 2014. She, it's called uh, After Buzz. Yeah, After Buzz. After Buzz, yeah. yeah or Wrestling cool. Compadre is one of those. I had to, uh, so I finally finally watched the last seven, six, six or seven episodes of Flash that I hadn't seen since uh, you know we stopped. Did you the show did you finish it? Yeah. Okay, you said last um, week you, you were trying to finish it. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. Um, what did you think? I thought it was good. I thought they were three, you know. I thought the second time they beat DeVoe was a little anticlimactic. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, hologram DeVoe when she, like, pulled the plug and that was it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, that, all right, okay. <laughs> but do you I don't remember, understand like, how she I thought the same thing. I didn't understand how she was able to just be free to go. Like, I know you did the whole you ended up saved the day, but, like, you also helped cause the day to need to be saved. (laughs) She just gets a complete But do you remember, you've seen Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. The original? Okay. Mm -hmm. The the part where they, they, uh, they shoot Gozer. 
spoiler alert, guys. Uh, they shoot Gozer with the with the uh, beams, and then she just disappears. And they're like, "Oh, well, that was easy." That's kind of what I thought there, in that in that part. Even the initial when when they beat him, uh, I thought like, "Wow!" And I hit the I hit the timer or I hit the button on the on Netflix, and I was like, "Shit." 38 minutes in is you know we got 20 minutes left in this show it's uh or whatever 14 <laughs> minutes left um yeah so it was um you knew like okay they're not done yeah but i appreciate it i like the uh setup for next season and i like finally we got some definitive answers on who nora was we all knew you had to be kind of an idiot if you didn't yeah. know that that was Flash and Iris's daughter well, Barry and, Al- and Iris's kid from the future. Okay, thanks, Trev. You're calling me a fucking idiot. Well, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Greg. You don't remember? I even <laughs> tweeted about it. I even, with the image, um, when she was in the coffee shop writing all these notes in her book, and they were like... Uh, you know, whatever, I forget what language. They were, um, someone on someone on the comment, I mean, on the picture in the comment said what it was, and I, and I forget. Inter, interworld, I think. Or something but like that. But it was such a small part. But she showed up, I mean, I... Five times throughout the season. At the wedding, five, she was uh, like a courier, she's a barista... And she's writing these notes in inner world, or whatever the language. You know, you knew she had something to do with the le- with the with the legion. You know, yep. at least I pay attention. I, I'm, you're so right. So it was nice. Like I said, I didn't, to get that payoff at the at the end with her. But I wonder what did what did she do? Is she considering what she did to uh, helping to destroy Devoe? Was that the mistake, or was yeah, it something well, else? That I mean. If you, if you really, I think, think she like, made a mistake. You, you look at it, and she's been back the entire season trying to figure out when to like go to them for help, and just been helping them whenever she could, like in the finale. I think so, maybe that, yeah. that she screwed up the the timeline or whatever, like like Barry did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I really liked the season, and everybody was trashing it all season. And I really liked it, especially how I didn't know. Yeah, like, why, why were people everything like everything together at the end? Like, it was fine to me. Like, yeah, no yeah. problem with that bullshit Savitar stuff last year, but this was like, like the vote was up. Uh, of course, I was like, the vote was a genius. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> But everything, like, 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 even that coffee uh, barista part, you know, like that tied in, like everything tied in so intricately, like at the end, you just had to get to the end. So if you could like have patience and be like watching it, like, okay, I trust this, you know, I trust these guys, and then it paid off. I think. Mm-hmm. But the reason I brought that up was uh, after Buzz, like I couldn't remember where did I leave off 
So I was like, okay, I'm done Flash. I need to watch the last, whatever, seven, eight episodes of Supergirl. But I didn't remember where I left off, and I thought there was a big break for for, for Legends to, to, to be on Mondays on CW for about six weeks. So I was like, because um, I'm super anal, I didn't want to click play and watch a little bit of the – I didn't want it to be like a three – oh, I watched three minutes of this episode. Because I'm just weird and OCD, so I went to to, to YouTube and I went to the AfterBuzz uh, page and went to and scrolled all the way back four or five months to see the last. Because I watched their recap videos on Supergirl, and I was like, let me find the last one I watched and found it, and obviously deduced that uh, <laughs> the next one was the one that I needed to watch. So yes, yeah, so I started catching up on. Uh, you ever? Uh, I know you love Supergirl. Um, have you ever heard on Deep Palms, um MTR Network? They have a Supergirl host uh, host show, or you know, like a you know recap or whatever. Um, yeah, there's two I mean, women talking about it, and they're they're amazing. I started listening wow, to this okay. year because I, I mean, I, there's a, there's only a few shows that I watch recap shows of. Or listen to the recap podcasts of like Game of Thrones, Twelve Monkeys, um, Supergirl. You know, there's a there's a few, maybe a few others. And I had that with AfterBuzz, like the Supergirl one. Oh, oh, Orville. Um. So AfterBuzz was kind of my, you know, it was the one I watched. That's how I watched my Supergirl uh, recaps, but. Yeah, check and those guys host, out. They're, it's like a nice rotation. Like I like their, I like their hosts. I like all the different personalities. But if you're saying they're really good, who are they? What's their yeah, show, they're show good. Oh, uh, well, I, I don't know. It's on the MTR. I'll, I'll try to find the link in my thing. Okay. But it's Deep Palms. Um, I forget what he calls it. Yeah. It's not. Whatever, um, I'll find it for you. It's like on the unanimous decision feed and, and things like that. But uh, like he has okay. a he has a he does one for the Flash with his friend uh, Chris, and I listen to that too. But I really like the Supergirl one, just because they're and and I just started listening to this year, and this year Supergirl was fantastic. So like, so I'm on the episode where. Helped. Shots, uh, Wynn's mom came back after Toy Man uh, died. Oh, you didn't finish Supergirl? I just said, now that I'm done Flash, I've got to go back. I, did, I said a whole oh, thing about how I had to go shit. back to the Afterbuzz show to find out where I left off back okay. in okay. All right. April I th- or whatever. I, thought, I didn't know you were talking about now. I thought you were talking about like four months ago. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now that I'm done I'm catching up with Flash, i got to catch up with Supergirl. Okay. You can see why I'm an After idiot. After that, it'll be Black Blue. Lightning, but then by then, Black Lightning Season 2 will have started. I want to watch Black Lightning just so I can listen to the damn Strike Twice podcast and know what the hell they're talking about. Black Lightning is awesome. Like, it, and I was pissed, too, because I was hoping I wouldn't like it. Cause there's why? Because you don't need shows? another show? <laughs> yeah! Mm-hmm. Like, man, I got... It was, it was like when Legends got corny. I was like, oh, I'm out of here. 
I, I, got, see, I, I just, you just found any excuse to kind of jump off just to have one less show. What? Yep. yep. I did that with Arrow. I did that with Arrow this year. I just stopped mid-season. I'm like, man, I've seen this episode like 500 times. I can't watch it anymore. I'm done with Arrow. The only the only reason I was still watching Arrow is because they do those crossovers. Yeah. Did you see the uh, CW started advertising for this year's crossover event? And it sucks because Black no. Lightning's not in that universe, so he's not going to show up, which certainly could help that show. Yeah. I mean, not helping like it needs it or it's hurting, but, like, it could only help. But I I think they need to establish that show, like, the characters in that show a little more. I don't want to give anything away. You haven't seen it yet, but. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Just just saying that makes a lot of sense. They're a year in. Why? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's brand new, back to being Black Lightning. It, mm-hmm. it wouldn't make sense that he, uh, even if he was in their universe, I'm not sure if that was, if that would be the best. But again, remember, Supergirl's not technically in their universe either. She's on a different, you know, or three or whatever. Man, they can make anything happen. Like, yeah, yeah, what, about, what about Harry Wells, man? Yo, I was hurt. Like, oh. And I, I was a little, <laughs> I was mad that he wasn't mad. <laughs> yeah. Why are you okay with this? Yeah. He's like, I got my, I got my memories back, and I'm not a blithering idiot. I just can't do advanced fucking calculus in my brain in the <laughs> second half. Like that's fine. What? So I'm excited. That, like this, like yeah, like next season I'm really excited. Like because this will be the first season that that Wells didn't die and got a new Wells. Remember, you know, like this is the fourth yeah. Wells, fourth version. Yeah, I'm tired of. And I definitely don't want any of those four morons in the yeah, other universe. French, French Wells or, 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 or no, Playboy were, creepy 70s Jerry Curl uh, Wells. They <laughs> were, definitely they were got funny a couple of at first. They were funny at first. But then, like, it got it, – they didn't need to bring them back. <laughs> well, they did at first, just strictly. Well, I mean – Right, storyline wise, but I mean, like, I didn't need to see them again. Like, it was because it was funny at first. Because I love Tom Cavanaugh is my favorite actor. Like, period. Which one is he? And Wells. Wells. Oh, okay. Oh, Cavanaugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Duh. Yeah. Yeah, he was yeah. great when he and, was uh, JD's brother in Scrubs. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and and have you ever have you ever seen Ed? No. Okay, Ed is, it only lasted four seasons, but it was an hour long for, like, 22 episodes each season. Wasn't it, like, it reality just, TV before reality TV or some shit? Wasn't that the thing with the No, show? no, no, you're, you're, you're talking, you're thinking of Ed TV, which is oh. something else. But this, Ed, isn't even on DVD, and it pisses me off. You can't see it anywhere. I have it on a flash drive. Like, uh, someone Would taped you have to, like, it off. It from somewhere? Yeah. But yeah, it's really have, good. Like, it's not on Netflix or anything. It the I think the reason they said why it, it's never been released is because they had a lot of music in there. Like the theme uh, song is a a Foo Fighters song. 
and yeah, it's just I think that it was too expensive to release as was. So I don't know if they're ever going to do anything with it. I hope they do, but I, you know, I'm fine watching on the because it's it's funny. All like whoever taped it, it's like that old you school got local taping commercials. Tape job, like yeah, a little it, not the commercial, but like the beginning where the dude forgot to press pause on time and he sees some old school NBC commercials from the early 2000s. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Old school and early 2000s in the same sentence. I know. Fuck! I know. <laughs> Simpler times, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to let you go. I'm going to write uh, write a letter uh, to the uh, VI exclusive. VIP. <laughs> All right, man. Talk to you. Hope man. you have Appreciate a good night, man. Sure thing. Craig from Toledo, everybody. Let's uh, move on to our, looks like probably our final final call here and talk to Darrell down in Georgia. Darrell, what up? Nothing. What's up, Sam? Not too much, man. What's, uh, what's on your mind? Not too much. Hey, you shouldn't even be talking to Craig that long. Craig said he don't believe in comparisons, and all his questions be something dealing with the comparison. So he how do you know? Wait, 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 wait. How show. does one not believe in comparisons? That's not a that's thing what, you can what believe said. in or not. That's what I said. That's like, well, I don't believe in, uh, in in metaphors. Like, why? Well, you cannot believe in it all you want. They still exist. <laughs> That's what Craig said. I'm just putting this leg, though. That's my that's my brother right now. <clears throat> but I was having fun with him because he said he don't believe in comparison. I'm like, well, you can't say you have a best match if you don't believe in comparison because you're comparing matches to other matches. <laughs> but that was yeah, that was something that he was year. talking about. Yeah, you can't have match of the year then. His his one to go type of stuff is what you consider um a comparison. Because you're comparing if you want to keep. Yeah, you got to go, okay, <laughs> one which one things. do I value the most? You know. Sean, yeah, problematic Sean got a bunch of, bunch of weirdo friends on his Facebook. He put up the one got to go, tacos, burgers, pizza, chicken wings. And he had some, he had people like chicken wings, chicken wings. Like, what the fuck? Who are these, who are these creeps that are... <laughs> That are littering your timeline, uh, Sean. For some reason, we're here to this whole weekend. If you don't don't like cheese or if you you, you, uh, got an intolerance thing. But chicken wings? That's like a fucking absolute no-no. And then I I told everybody, like, no, tacos can go because there's 800 other Mexican dishes consisting of those same goddamn ingredients. Fam, just give me nachos and food anyway. Taco stuff on top. That's the same. I don't eat that guala guala food too much anyway because it it come out it come out burning sometimes. So I don't miss any guala guala food. It don't. You got a weird system, or you eating Taco Bell? Maybe. Oh, no, I, I, Taco Bell Real has damn man. Y'all got Mexicans in Atlanta, in Georgia? Mexicans everywhere in Georgia. <laughs> they have <laughs> population. Man, they all small town. How does <laughs> Everywhere. They, they, I'm talking I about. I had a damn Al Pastor burrito the other day. 
and I was so disappointed because the taco spot I went to didn't have carnitas. And I was like, so I got back to the job like, is it just me or is it kind of like a blasphemous thing for uh, an authentic, supposedly authentic? They were. I'm not coming at their they bona fides, but how you an authentic taqueria and don't have uh, carnitas? We got beef and we got out. If you want pork, we got Al Pastor. Like, fine, let me get that Al Pastor. That shit was just so mediocre. Man, they sent the best drinks around here, man. Booty hole burning uh, food, but all my shit comes out just fine. <laughs> it just it's just like when you eat some type of island food, man, and they put too much of the curry sauce and stuff on yeah. it, man. You have to Hey Mexican you food have to like tell me, hey, man, tone. a torta, breakfast taco. Well that's kinda like a, 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 a I'm talking about if you eat all the different types of Mexican food, because you know they their food is a spicy. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I do to be fair to your to be fair to your inflamed inflamed anus. I do stick to the basic, uh, <laughs> pretty bad, like a torta or burritos or tacos. I'm not eating like, like when I went to the meat counter, like the 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 the, the meat part of the store, you know where they cut up your, uh, you know, cut up your, they got chicken feet and shit. But I was just looking at all the different uh-huh. types of meats and how the cuts and stuff are and what they're like seasoned with, and it's just like, yeah, I'm, I, I'm real basic. Yeah, cause hey, that stuff be coming out. It be pew pew pew. You be like, oh, let me hop in the shower after this. Woo. <laughs> be, I say I can't, I can't mess with that guala guala food, baby. You can't mess. All with right, that. man, you gotta call it that. God damn. <laughs> hey, I'm like, hey, that's just something I've been saying for years and been popping my friends. And but yeah, but um, yeah, man. Um, this weekend was pretty straight though. Everything, everything was okay. I wasn't a fan of, of some things, but me, I'm a guy who likes storytelling and stuff like that. And some stories don't make sense. And I see stuff. I look above the trees. Um, I guess nobody ain't talking about this, but they probably will after Monday. Once um, Stephanie come out there and cut that um 20 minute promo, tearing people down and stuff. And her and Baron Corbin, because they're going back to the heel authority figures. Oh, since they yeah. um going hey, with the Kirk shield Kirk. ramping up for no reason being heel. They going So okay, let's talk yeah, about the champion. So so we got Roman, mm-hmm. we got Seth, we got the B team and and uh and Ronda Rousey. So all baby face champions on Raw. Matter of fact, you got all baby all face champions. Ronda, Seth, Roman, and the B team? Yeah. I, I, I'm just, I'm poking fun. I'm just saying how they had them. Oh, what, what about them Roman? All baby faces. Not even uh, uh, Ronda, too. How nah, they portray these Ronda's people. I, ain't, I don't want to hear that. Um, I know. I'm even SmackDown. You know, saying. AJ, AJ, uh, New Day. And uh, 
Charlotte, and just Shinsuke's the only heel champion on SmackDown, and then Cedric on uh, 205. So we've got a we're real babyface heavy as far as champions go in the entire company. And, and, you know, NXT's got Ciampa and uh, and uh, the uh, the new new era. They don't have for, too many babyface challenges um, for for heels. That's why I don't see some more Joe winning the title because you don't have, you're gonna throw Daniel Bryan right in the race and that'll be it. After AJ get his rematch, yeah. you won't even make it to WrestleMania. You won't even make it to the Royal Rumble. So I don't see Joe winning. I just see him as a two month challenger for um he he's pulling the Shinsuke role right now against AJ. Um with Ronda, one thing I didn't like about that whole match is I asked you this question, Trail. Who all did who all did Alexa Bliss beat? And she was uh, while she was champion. I don't know. Did she even wrestle? Did she even defend? You just mean period, not the def- title defenses. Yeah, period. Is, yeah, she had title defenses know. against um, most of the whole roster. She don't beat Sasha. She beat Bailey. Remember, she had the three few um, with the crazy um, Bailey didn't want to hit nobody with a kendo stick. <laughs> oh, that was a long time ago. But that's part of her her reign. She had a long reign. Her reign was like right up underneath Brock Lesnar, between Brock Lesnar and AJ. That's how long of a champion she was. She beat Sasha. And I'm talking about she was beating these people without interference. Not like not like what um they had Carmella doing. Yeah. She was beating them straight up in um ten to 13, twelve minute matches. So the reason why I'm saying that is you see how Ronda just dominated her. So if you're a casual fan, just a casual fan, not the, not the people who follow the torch and people like us and stuff like that, how can you believe any of those other women can beat, can beat Ronda when they couldn't beat Alexa no. Bliss and she was beating them without um, having help? Well, you're, I mean, I guess if if, if I'm – they don't do, they don't do, they don't book meticulously enough to do that. Where fans go, she beat her, and she beat her, so if she beat her, then she beat her. You know, that kind of thing that you're doing. Like, no, any given moment, Daddy can be the number one contender, and be, you know, set up to be a challenger. Or... Uh, I don't know. Look at Carmella. Like, let's look at what she's done the last four or five months. But think about it. People was outraged that she was beating the top people and still holding the title. So people right, gonna see yeah. that regard, and that's from hardcore fans. So after hardcore fans see her just dominate Alexa Bliss, they're gonna they're gonna assume that she should be being booked like Goldberg. When in actuality, I'm not saying she should be Goldberg, like maybe not like squashing yeah. people. I certainly want to see Nia Jax get a get a shot at, at uh, Ronda Rousey because when she, Nia Jax was she's champion the and they had that match and uh, and that yeah, Alexa she's the only person that was a good match. That. Yeah, that she's the only person, but that's how WWE book people don't re- realize that WWE only book on Raw especially they only book where it's only one legitimate person who seem like can beat the other person and all the other people really don't be booked legitimately. And yeah, even if they, like, six months ago were were a top contender. Like, 
oh, Naomi's losing to fucking Peyton Royce now. Really? Like, okay. But again, and that's why when they have these it don't be hitting. It don't be hitting. Like, the only person who's supposed to be able to stand up to Roman, if you think about it, is Braun Strowman. Anybody else really can't stand up. And nobody can stand up to Braun Strowman. That's why it's hard to see him with the title because you don't, you ain't building for stars. You're not building for stars. You don't build people up to be a star or be considered as somebody. Even if I lost, that's why I like NXT. Because even if you lose, you don't lose anything for losing. It was just like when you play sports. It just wasn't your night. You lost. It just wasn't your night. But they don't do that. That's why they had that problem long term and people be so excited because of a moment. Like, okay, oh, the shield came out. Yeah, we're going to get it. Then the next week, they back. And it don't help that WWE. It don't help that WWE. What a moment. What a moment. Instead of just letting it be a fucking moment. Why are you screaming at me that it's a moment? I get that it's a moment. The Shield's back. Or whoever's, you know, returning. And it was a trick. And it was a trick. I understand. It wasn't that. That showed it. It was the only exciting part because you got something unexpected. But that was hard, still horrible booking because all they did was trick you to get to next week. Now they got to try to come up with something else next week. Wait a second. To get you to week to week. How is that? <laughs> How is that horrible booking to get you to watch next week? Because they were tricking you. They were tricking like... to. It was a bait and switch to keep you from booing. When they were booing the match, they they said both of them suck. When we know uh, fans really like seeing balance, but they were saying you two, you both guys suck. Both guys suck. Then they brought out Strowman, and then the people, all that excitement of everybody coming out took their eyes off it. But once you take the excitement away, you still so you'd be the guy complaining thing. in 1997 that Paul Heyman hides their weaknesses and extensuates their strength. Like that's what you're supposed that's to do, Jarrell. Like that's you're a, supposed to manipulate the different. crowd into doing what no, you want no, them to hiding, do. No hiding weaknesses, Travis, is when you go and you don't have. If you know somebody can't, okay, he's not technical sound. Like um um like most wrestlers are, you don't have him out there doing technical moves and trying to be a technical right. wrestler like Dean Marie right. Malenko. That's hiding hiding weaknesses. They're hiding reactions to their storylines that they're booking. That's something totally different. That's why it's still it's a, bad a smart thing to do. Like again, why wouldn't they? But you can't do. Why wouldn't they do everything they, they could to manipulate the crowd to do what they wanted them to because do? Because you only can do that once. Every you can only do that once every six months, and you get the same reactions and 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 conversation points that we've been getting for the past five years. They did it this one time. The last time they did it before is when they had um, Roman um, beat up Vince McMahon, Triple H, and all that. The last time they did it before that, when they had Seth Rollins cash in. You only can do it once. Then you get the same booking that you get week to week. Eight, uh, 97% of the time that they give you every week. That's why I consider bad booking. Uh, regular booking is when people are in tune to the story, and then when you have matches with the people and you want to add something different, like you were talking about Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, they start doing callbacks from last matches, so 
you want, when people say, well, this, I don't want to see this again, because what else could they do? And they, when they start doing callbacks from the last matches and stuff like that, they kept you entertained and kept you into the match and pulled you more in. Now you're more invested in the match. Now you're more invested in the storyline. Now you want to see what's next, what's going to happen next, where you go with Johnny, where you go with Tommaso. You're not doing that on, on, on Raw and stuff like that. I watched I watch, um, ECW. I, I seen how he hid Sandman's weakness because we knew, I knew Sandman couldn't wrestle. But I was excited to see him because of, <laughs> yeah, I was excited to see him because of the stuff they did with him and they did different type of stuff, even though it was similar, but it felt different. That's what kept him going for the time that he was hot. What they did with um, Taz. They did something different with him all the time that made him feel a certain type of way. The only thing that you hear, the feeling that you get from off of Monday was, oh, the shield came out there, and, and they and they powerbomb. But we confused because are they baby faces or are they heels? Because Braun is a baby face. Um, why did they they are baby faces protecting their friends. I mean, at this moment, they're baby faces. Just because they power bombed another baby face, don't make them heels. They're they're protecting their 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 friend from an opportunist. Protecting um from an opportunist, but he earned that right. Everybody knows. I get it. They don't mean they they can't they can't be like I'm gonna make it. (laughs) You yeah, you earned this contract, but we're not gonna make it easy on you if you wanna. So I ask you this question: Do you come out there and protect him when he slips? If he's slipping in the match and he's about to lose, do you come out there and protect him again? That that we'll have to see. Well, I mean. Not if you want them to be baby faces, you know. If Braun goes, I want to cash in one-on-one tonight, next week, and the Shield interferes and gets that match thrown out, and there goes Braun's uh, opportunity, then yes, then we can have the conversation that that was a scumbag And Trav, I remember you from, um, from 2014 when John Cena said that, and you called him stupid, 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 and he was so stupid for calling his shot when he wanted the challenge. Um, and do the money in the bank, and he lost. And you were talking about how dumb that was. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like me. You said that wasn't smart. I didn't smart. think RVD was I'm stupid. Just stupid. I don't. I don't mind if if a babyface calls their shot. I remember like, that. I think it would be stupid if you had a babyface go in there and. and Go behind somebody's back. I think that's that's stupid. Can't have Braun Strowman. I thought it was dumb for Braun to come in there after that. Like, the, I don't know. It was a little more honorable at SummerSlam, but at at, at uh, but on Raw, it was like, wait, I thought you didn't want to you didn't want to come out and uh, you know behind so he somebody's he was back. Gonna, he, he announced that he was coming out regardless. He because you remember he came up to Finn. I told him to have a good match because whoever wins, I'm going to be out there to challenge Oh, him. okay. I, mean, I must have he missed that the part. Then. Okay, then, then, then yep. that goes away then. Yeah, he did the same thing. They already knew he was coming out there. Okay. So it ain't like he hid it from Roman and he didn't know he was coming out there. Yeah, so but again, it, they don't have to make that shit easy for him. 
But then if you're talking about doing that, then you got to book long-term, and they don't book long-term. They book week-to-week. So if you can't do that when you book week-to-week, and then you act like you forget what happened the week before. I'm just going off of what they've been doing the past 25 years. At least the last 20 or 15, they book, they book week-to-week and try to make you act like you don't know what happened last week by not mentioning what happened last week. That's why it's hard to get new people into it because you bring them in one week and they get one story and then the next week they get another story and it's like, well, you ain't finished off the story from the week before. And they be all discombobulated and then they like, man, I ain't watching this no more. This uh, WWE photo shoot with Rick and Charlotte looks uh, really, really interesting. I can't, I don't hear what they're saying, obviously, but looks cool. You see that that fucking uh, I, that iced out Ric Flair medallion offset? Uh, Boy, that that was nice. That was sweet. <laughs> God damn. Yo, if y'all haven't like seen it, go to the go to the go to the uh, East Coast Cast uh, Instagram, or I think it's on our Twitter too. So at East Coast Cast or Torch East Coast Cast on Instagram, and look at this goddamn medallion, this iced out diamond dripping fucking medallion that Offset has. It's a it's Ric Flair in his robe, like doing his classic Ric Flair pose, but it's all platinum and diamonds, or silver and diamonds. White gold and diamond, something super expensive. So probably platinum or white yeah. gold. Then he got the white boots on it. <laughs> the white boots. Yeah, the homemade. The I mean, it's not homemade, but the hand painted uh, boots with the with the navy blue or black laces. Yeah, nah, super super dope detail. They, that had the cost right there. That's why him and Cardi B are like grand. one of the, the best couple. Yeah, yeah I said probably I so. said hundred grand for the medallion alone. Just the labor. I wonder and, how much you know, diamonds and stuff on there. Right. That could have that cost a real grip right now. Yeah, the I, diamonds agree. I bet. There. I bet. 100K. Like he said, like Quavo said, I'm a real walking lick. <laughs> but I am with the shits. <laughs> I got a question for you, Trav. Yeah. Which album did you like? Astro World or the Queen album? <laughs> Cam asses on Twitter. I'm gonna go ahead and go out on a limb and say Astro World is better, even though I don't fucking listen to no damn Nicki Minaj. I got one Nicki Minaj album, right. and it's a mixtape from like 20, like 09. Ever since she's been rapping the way that she's been rapping now, I don't listen to it. To me, she right. Some people might like her, but I don't like her no more. She just, I don't know. I never. I hate that style. I never fucked with her, and then I really stopped fucking with her back in, uh, like, whatever it was, 13, 12, 13, when she was, when she had that album, that, that, that single called Looking Ass Nigga, and she used the fucking Malcolm X, uh, that iconic Malcolm X picture of him with his AK looking out his window after his family, after his home, just got a fucking firebomb, a Molotov cocktail thrown in his window. And then you can name your You know, she just thing. used Harriet Tubman for some um, for some stupid stuff. Same thing, yeah. With her, um, stupid, with her stupid rant. 
She go on more rants than Donald Trump on Twitter. Yeah, she's an idiot. She and she's losing her mind. Somebody says she gonna cut her hair like Britney. Hey, she needs to go to rehab. Everybody, it's everybody fault. Fucking on drugs. Kylie Jenner, whoever had the baby with fucking uh, 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 Travis Scott. She mad because they did a good. They did good at marketing. He just used his baby and his and his relationship with her to get album sales. Like, okay, you saying that like that's like, and off of this album like, when people um, bought a ticket to his concert, <laughs> huh? He and he offered he, he when people bought um, tickets to his concert, they got the album also. Oh, uh, and she said his clothing line was getting in, in, was getting uh, included or something. He was giving the album away with the clothing line also. Oh my god! <laughs> she mad because she didn't think hey. of it first. That's why. Hey, he went. He went them Kardashians. You know they know how to market everything. They market, yeah, what? right. His, 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 They're like, hey, we can make shit out of it. I mean, we can turn fucking <laughs> shit into gold. Yeah. His baby mama finna be a billionaire, so <laughs> he ain't he, he you can't you can't be slacking like that. You got to go ask for partners when she doing it like that. You got to see and pick up something. <laughs> You'll be a fool if you just be there and watch what she do and don't pick up any tips. And it's his third goddamn album. You think he didn't learn nothing, how to market fucking music, being around the people he's around, and on his third major label. Uh, uh, record release. He ain't learned a thing or two outside of being linked to the damn uh, Kardashians. So yeah, she's losing it. She's uh, she's realizing she's not uh, she's not the young hot thing. She's still like uh, I think Lamarcus said it earlier. Like she mad at Cardi B. Cause she, you know Cardi B sold more albums in her first week. Like Cardi B, super new. That was her first first thing she did. You can't be mad at Cardi fucking B. Like she's the last person anybody has any right to be mad at. You know, like talk about paying your dues and 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 grinding and getting people like me. I started fucking with Cardi B in like 2014, 15. Just off of fucking Instagram, just because she was fucking hilarious, like this hot stripper woman who makes jokes. Okay. And after that, a year later, she was on uh, fucking Love and Hip Hop, and I was like, she got a fan of me. So, yeah, yeah. Can't be mad at Cardi B. It was awesome, man. But, yeah, man, but you got got other stuff going on. Like, I ain't, um,. I don't know if y'all spoke too much on the NXT card, but hey man, um, what what will be your top two matches? Because it's only five, so I won't say three. What will be your top two matches? Um, I go with. See, I was on the I was in the car driving to Cam's. For the uh, opening tag match So I got it, it was good You know, but I couldn't, you know, I was driving You know, wasn't You know, watching, watching So just to be fair To the matches I saw I gotta go with So Ricochet and Adam Cole I think that's that's Like your your, your, your match of the night Or your, you know And then, uh, and then, and then the main event And then honorable mention To Kyrie Sane and Shayna Baszler 
But okay. again, we'll with those takeover now. cards, it's like how can you how can you pick? You know, they're all so good. Even the tag match that I didn't really see, I know was was dope. Mine was um the woman's match and then Tommaso Ciampa and um, Johnny Gargano. Like I said, I like the stories and I like the stories that were told in the ring. Like with the Shayna um, match, I like the callbacks from the last match from um um when she Lucy had to go up and do another um uh, flying um elbow and then she hit her. And she knew that she was going to grab her and choke her. So instead of letting her choke her and going to sleep, she flipped over and, and got the pin for the win. When in the, um, in the second match, that's how she lost. <laughs> so you learn from what your mistake. And then I, I, I like the call when Shayna was calling her soft. And then she got, she got tough and got rough with Shayna. And Shayna had the bad back for a minute and, and like, okay, <laughs> Okay, I guess you do got a little killer instinct, so now I got to go a little different way with her. Yeah. So I'm just waiting. She for really you to do at that. times like turned it up and like really. So this was my favorite Kyrie Sane match since she's been there in a year or you know whatever long she's been there. This was my favorite match, and it it was you know because I don't typically you know because she's so small and uh, you know it's it's. It's unfortunately a bias, a bias that, it, that it's hard for me to get over. Like when I just yeah, see these and tiny you know, frames, you know, that was my like issue with. Women. It was my issue with AJ Lee. Like, God, she's so little. But is she aggressive like this in every match? They can help you get away from her being small. Yeah. I mean, not being small doesn't take. It's just you're. It, it just. It's just like you gotta get over that. You know, it's like another hurdle, right? Yeah, you gotta work twice yeah. as hard, kind of thing. And like, you know, that's just. That's just how it is. Aesthetically, I want to see. Like I said, I want to see Bianca Belair. I want to see Piper Niven. I want to see women that are. Uh, uh, you know, fit and legit, she get her arm strong, shot? and powerful. When you think Bianca Belair should get her shot, should it be at War Games, or should it be at um the one at the Rumble? Um, I'm think I said Survivor Series, so yeah, so I guess War Games. Okay, so that means they will be building up for two matches since um Evolution. Is a few weeks before um, uh, War Games. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. So, Kyrie saying, I said, needs a TV match, a TV feud. She can just win. You know, when she's, uh, when she comes, when she, uh, in her feud, like in her first feud after, after Baszler. I don't know if that would be, if, if Baszler would be that person or or what, but she needs a TV feud she can win, and then she needs to go on to uh, to maybe beat or lose to Bianca Belair at, at the Survivor Series takeover. Um, that would lead that would lead the Mae Young Classic winner to be the next number one contender because remember 
whoever wins the May Young Classic get the next title shot. And that's an right. evolution. The finals of that will be an evolution. Well, the finals of the May Young will be at Evolution. The, mm-hmm. the, and that's a few weeks before War Games. Right. But they could they don't have to necessarily turn right around and have, you know, they don't have to turn around and immediately have the May Young winner. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why shot. I prefer Bianca to get it at uh, War Games and then you have her win – Get the rematch and doing. Um, if she win it, she gets the, re- um, the uh, rematch during the weekly show, and then you can build to Rumble with her versus the May Young Classic winner. Just so you can keep the story going. Right, she could be super like cocky and nephew. She could beat the May Young winner, like the May Young winner. Don't don't not gonna win. Uh, win, but if she's good enough, and, and Bianca's talking all that, I mean, just talking that good shit, I'm the, I'm the EST, I'm undefeated, all that stuff, you just a, you just a rookie, and a, you know, this, that, and the other, and then she gives her a fucking hell of a match, and maybe gets a couple, you know, beer falls on her, and uh, Bianca Belair has to pull out all the stops to beat her, and it's like, holy shit, like, I can't believe I escaped that. That would be a a pretty sweet introduction to uh, for the May Young winner. Yeah, and I think she's the type of heel that'll talk up a competitor so much where you want to see the competitor beat beat her because just how good of the trash talk she talked and how much mm-hmm. of it she talked to him, and you would want them to beat her, and how however they make this feud heated because I don't know who gonna win the May Young Classic, but you know. One of Kari's best friends, um, Shirai, uh, I don't know how to say her name right now, <laughs> but she's EO. in it. Io. Yeah, Io. Yeah. And what did she just decimate uh, uh, Kari saying? Twice. And then your friend is the May Young Classic winner, and now she got to step up for you. Because eventually you can have that feud turn into a three-way with one getting jealous, or uh, Kari Sane getting jealous because the friend did something that you couldn't do. Because you know they what? usually give you that triple threat match between... Wait, 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 wait. Why title. would Kyrie Sane be jealous over somebody? She won the Mae Young Classic. She won the title. What could Shiree Lowe or EO do that she didn't do? I'm just saying, if she lose twice to Bianca Belair, and then her friend come up and win one time, you know, she did something that you couldn't do because she beat you twice, but you come and you do what I couldn't do. But that's what I wanted to do because I'm a competitor, and NXT all about winning the title and competing. So that's how you can set it up because usually they usually give you a triple threat either at Rumble or at Mania. You get one, you get a triple threat women's match. And plus, I'm trying to buy time because I don't want them to call Bianca Belair up if you don't have nothing for her to do. 
like just having her come win a couple of squash matches and then get sent to the back. And the only time you see her come out is if they do a pull away brawl like they did on SmackDown with Charlotte them this week. I don't I don't want to see that. So I prefer her to be headlining um, takeovers for a year or so to you clear up some of that mess and maybe Vince go off um, and worry about his football league. And now you got new minds in there doing different, doing a little bit different stuff, but not trying to go off too far and have Vince come back and be one to take back over. That's my reason. And plus, I don't think nobody should be called up right now because right now I don't think they have nothing for anybody to do. Because you'll be in a 50-50 feud with, like, Rusev and um, all my sales right now. Well, he beat him at the pay-per-view then. Um, Rusev came back and beat him on SmackDown. And like you said, Lana just killed the Rusev Day gimmick. Killed it. So bad at being a baby face. Like uh, like just just do the fake accent. It's just like I don't I hate her voice. I just can't stand her voice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she started yelling before thing. everybody else started yelling. Oh crush <laughs> And I guess Bruce had been catch on at first. <laughs> and then he had to say crush <laughs> I was like, come on, man. I just muted the TV. <laughs> I muted the TV during that match. But right now, though, I, I'm just waiting to see on uh, week to week because you got Baron Corbin finna be the GM. So we know he's finna pick on Finn. And he probably gonna pick on Roman. So we're gonna get heel authority figures. Um, obviously, still going against Ronda. So I know we're probably not gonna get the um the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen at Survivor Series. I'm seeing Team Steph versus Team Ronda, and the people who was in the ring with Ronda gonna be on her team, and the people who came out there to look out for Steph gonna yeah, be on yeah. her team, and there go your Survivor I guess. Series team. And it's gonna suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I was so that's what I was getting off of Monday. <laughs> when they when they when they here. broke up into you know, babyface heel again, that's where you see like, damn, there's no heels for her like uh, you know, <laughs> everybody's babyface on the women's side. Yep. And like <laughs> and then what people was expect, um was thinking that she gonna um go against Nikki Bella. <laughs> That must gonna be a quick match. Who in Nikki Bella? Uh, uh, oh, Ron, wait. Uh, Ron, Ron, yeah, hell Ron yeah. Day. It better be quicker than 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 it was against Alexa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I'm skeptical about uh, about that match. Like, how does Nikki Bella get into the title picture is what I want to know. That makes any kind of sense. Unless they do what? Is Ronda going to say, I want to face you, Nikki Bella, for what? 
So, that's that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think Monday's going to be really good. We got the Shield explanation. We've got Stephanie's and Corbin, and Stephanie's going to be mad and an arm thing or something. So I, I think there's some good stuff. I think Seth and uh, you know uh, 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 Ziggler, he's going to be looking to you know do something to Seth. So, I would then, say they're going back to um, um, Ziggler and. Um, and, no, I think they're going to move on to uh, to, to to McIntyre. I don't think they're going back to If it. Seth has a single field, which I think he's... With Roman. I understand, but he's still the Intercontinental Champion. So I think he's yeah, still going to have some um, kind of... Maybe not right away, but I think McIntyre is going to be the next next feud for, for Seth. I think they're going to do... I think they might, for a few months, pull a Dean Ambrose. When Dean Ambrose had the United States title, he didn't stand <laughs> for like for a while. six months to defend gonna... that shit? <laughs> yep, because they're gonna have them intertwined nah. with Roman. You're gonna see, you'll see Monday, because um, Baron Corbin gonna come out there and try to put some type of obstacle in Roman's way every week, week to week. Where the Shield gonna have to be out there to help him every week. So it ain't gonna, ha- they ain't gonna have enough time to have a feud for for um, Seth and Dean Ambrose. And what does that do? That kills the excitement for a Dean Ambrose heel turn when he's now have to be involved in um, be little buddy. To I don't know. You act like they can't. My little buddy's got to help us out. One. Yeah, I mean the idea that they can that they're not going to have that they're going to have Dean and Seth both tied up and completely tied up with Roman and not. On a three-hour show with limited acts and and all and limited over and superstars and all that stuff, and you don't think they're going to have Seth, especially as the Intercontinental Champion, Dean? Maybe they want to work him back in slowly, whatever. But Seth Rollins is going to be few. He can't. He talked for the first six months was all about the fighting champion, and then the reason he lost the damn thing to, Dean, to, to Ziggler in the first place was because he was uh, 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 you know challenging everybody every week. He did that because people. they didn't have a champion. They didn't have a champion there. They didn't have a champion there. That was their reason for doing that. They didn't have a champion. There. I get their reason for doing it as a company, but he still said those things. He can't then turn know, around and just say what the pull a want, Dean Ambrose of 2013 and just don't defend the U.S. title for six goddamn months at a time. No. Let me ask you this question. Trav, they don't have the talent to go around mind. to not have – they can't afford to have Seth not in a, in a, his own feud, to not ha, have Ambrose in his own feud. He's going to be on TV a lot. He's going to be in the feud. He's going to be in whatever feud that Roman's in. What's the most important right. thing I mean, on, on okay. Vince McMahon list? Just a, uh, Do it, get Roman over. Time is – we can go back and forth. They are, they are, they are, they are, they are. It's just going to be – we'll find out next week. We'll find out a week from – you know, in two weeks what what it is. That's and why it's going to be interesting. And if, they, and if in three weeks, in three, two, three, four weeks, there's just Dean and Seth right, tied to Roman and only – not doing their own thing, then I'll be like, yeah, Darrell, you you got it, you're right. But I don't think that's the case. I don't think this Raw can afford that. It's not about how I feel about Dean or Seth or Roman or all three of them. It's WWE, they, the Raw roster, they can't do that. They can't take that those two pieces that they one they just got back. They can't take that off their off the board. So 
on, it's on, be and, in the and, and, and that's all I know. Yeah, no, and we're gonna, <laughs> gonna we're gonna go ahead and leave it at that because again we can go back and forth. So yeah, eight damn thirty almost. So get out of here. We'll talk to you. All right. Appreciate everybody's time. Uh, sorry about those uh, technical hiccups earlier. Appreciate everybody sticking around. Um, we'll figure out what happened to Cam. Uh, I don't think anyone in the group chat has heard from him either. It's a little weird. Yeah, it's not in the group chat. So maybe at work, maybe at uh, something. All right, so uh, that does it for for this week. We'll be back uh, next week, same time, same channel. Uh, Free folks, this is it for you, VIPers. Click over. Me and Rich will be by for another hour or so of content. I just made a comic run yesterday, so maybe we'll talk about that. But I didn't read shit, so I think Rich read some stuff. He was pretty excited about this week's his, his pool this week, so. Uh, but, yeah, we'll continue uh, more with the weekend wrestling and SummerSlam and TakeOver and and everything uh, in between. So uh, until next time, I'm Trav. I'm out.